Hi there, you bastard. All right. Miami had the Marlins World Champion Baseball Team. Not long before the series, no fans were ever seen. Now that they're champs, they have the fans surrounding them like rats. Who, when the celebrating's over, want refunds for their hats, but they're just front-running phonies, front-running phonies. Short on support unless they want. Yeah, they're just front-running phonies, front-running phonies. Don't give a crap about no one. Miami Brecks, South Beach, about 10 miles square. But all around's a boring town where no one really cares. Sport holes that take an interest in supporting their home team. We'll call up Sport Hole Radio to get their tickets free. Cause they're just front-running phonies, front-running phonies. Short on support unless they want. Yeah, they're just front-running now. Thank God we're going to be doing a Marlin poll, the first poll of the day. We've got two polls for you. Well, I wish I could talk. Ah, whatever. Well, well the reason I'm doing the Marlin poll is because it's sports. Right. Sports. Thank God we're all talking about sports. Can you imagine if we weren't a sports station? No. I think the way that we're going to reform Clarence on that whole sports thing, I think we need to take away his balls for a year. Huh? His golf balls, no, basketballs. All, all his balls, his footballs, his baseballs, his basketballs, his golf balls, his tennis, tennis balls. balls. Although those he, he said he's already got them locked away in a drawer for safekeeping. His mommy keeps the key. Ball bearings. But anyway, we'll talk about that later if I feel like it. I, I just can't talk. I feel okay. Can I give a little story? I'm going to tell a story about the guy at the track last night. Positive story. Nice guy. Okay. Sitting there. Nice night at the track last night. Oh! Nice going, Rich and Derek. We had a good night. Won a few bucks. Thank you, Dick Feinberg, Steve Wolf. Thank you, uh, old Mike McDonald. You know Mike McDonald? No, I know uh, old McDonald. That's him. He's old. At any rate, now he won a nice race for me. Nice going, Mike. And nice going, old Sonny Patterson, too. Sitting at the table, minding our business at the uh, track, Pompano Park. And a guy comes waltzing down. Now, over the years, you know, every now and then, somebody will come by to say hi. And they're always very nice. Sometimes a little linger a little bit too long, you know, or a little bit obnoxious. And this guy, never saw him before in my life. He was, I would say, I don't know, 45 to 50-ish. Just guessing. Says, can I just take a minute of your time? Um, I'm from New York. I've been out here seven years, and you're the only ray of sunshine in my life every day. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate the free entertainment. How nice. And I said, gee, thanks very much. That's nice. And he, and he that was it. That was Short, it. Short, sweet to the point. And I thought to myself, God, if we had about 300,000 people like I'm not talking in relation to me. I'm just saying in general. Right. A minch. You know what I mean? Sure. He didn't, he didn't punch anybody in line in the face and knock them down and <laughs> put them into a coma so that they died. See, that, right. that guy, oh, you know, I, <clears throat> did you see the story actually on the news? Yes. <clears throat> about how the, the daughter of the guy that's being charged, the guy that murdered this other guy by punching him, knocking him mm -hmm. down, she says, oh, well, um, but it was an accident, and both families are suffering terribly. It wasn't an accident. He punched right. the guy in the head. Right. He was a violent asshole. Right. He's an obnoxious, violent piece of crap, and he turned down a plea deal. You're in jail, and uh, I forget how long uh, house arrest. Turned it down. I'd like to fry his ass. Sure. In butter. Right. And I think most other people would like to do it, too. 
over over movie tickets, over parking spaces, yeah. over this is the native. South Florida fucking way, man. Anger, hostility. <laughs> See, just like. Okay, here's the result of yesterday's poll. By the way, thanks to that guy who came by last night. He was a good guy. Appreciate it. Somebody nice who didn't say, I hope you die. You know, like that. We'll get one of those today. Maybe a few. Uh, 1,245 votes on the poll yesterday. I, I would like to say this to you, too, which I said to you this morning. What a lot of people are forgetting about the Howard Dean thing is that the explosion, the whole ah! rant, it didn't come in the middle of, in a vacuum. Right. It came on the heels of him blowing a big lead in Iowa, of his horrendous performances in at least two debates, and of the public becoming more and more leery about what he was really all about. It came on the heels of a dismal third-place finish in Iowa. I mean, I didn't even bet a horse last night that gagged and puked as bad as he did in Iowa, and as he's doing in New Hampshire already. So this is, in other words, an enormous number of people who had been very excited and motivated by him had already begun to sprout very serious doubts. So you can say, well, the media, and they are. They're showing it every five minutes now. I've seen, just in the last half hour, I've seen About it. About 30, man. Times. And, of course, but you got to know that. See, when you're going to play that game, you can't give the media fodder, you know, for your fodder. For your fodder. You can't do it because they're going to bury you with it, no matter who you are. And th this doesn't even have to do with politics in terms of right or left. It just has to do with the fact they like to make people look like assholes. And that's exactly what he did. And now all of a sudden he trots out the wife. I didn't I didn't see the thing because I was at the track last night and see the Diane Sawyer interview. But he, he trots his wife out now after all the uh, criticism of the fact he's been keeping her in a broom closet somewhere. And he says he doesn't want to schlep her around as a prop. Well, she's just not a good campaigner. He doesn't get it. He's a hard ass. And it's okay to be a hard ass to a point. But you have to show a little bit of humanity. People, and in general, I would agree with them, are afraid of somebody that's that intense. One thing to be intense, it's another thing to be, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like that. I think he should move to Florida. Get himself a condo. Knock a few old people down. Have a margarita. Have a couple of margaritas sit on South Beach. Learn to speak Espanol. And he'll fit in like a rubber glove right up your anus. Anyway, here's the result of the poll. I, you know, it's important to mention that because people also thought I was picking on him, and, and I, I would not vote for him. I mean, if he, if he was a, in the general election, sure, I would vote for him. But I'm talking about in the primary. There isn't a Chinaman's chance I would vote for him because I know he's unelectable. You hear what I just said? He is he's unelectable, unelectable, period. Do you debate that? No. Yes. No. Okay. Unelectable. Okay. Against Bush, unelectable. Okay. I don't think, I think there are many places in this country right now he could be elected dog catcher. Probably right. Right. Because he might scare those, scare those <laughs> dogs. See? <laughs> yeah. He might scare him. I got some nice cough drops for you. Oh, what are they? Sugar free? Yes. Oh boy. Sure. Clear the hallway. Clear the hallway. I'll be right I'll on. Bring a bucket. Twelve hundred and forty-five uh, votes. What's your take on Howard Dean's famous wacky speech in Iowa? We asked yesterday. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Even a crazy Dean is better than Bush. 473 people voted for that. I'm still for him. He was just rallying his troops, 200. So you see, that's 54% positive still. He's lost it, 199. I'm glad we found out about him now. That was my vote, 164. 
I never liked him anyhow, 144, and the doctor was self-medicating too much. He's popping a few too many, 65 out of 1,245 votes. He's unelectable. He will not win. He will not be the candidate. He'd Probably make, not. He would make Michael Dukakis look like a champion vote-getter. telling you right now. By the way, this guy, this is the, the most chronic of the factors now. I don't read the comics. I don't, uh, you know, you can hock me in China with that fact. I'm not interested. Dan LeBastard, which I also never read. I just happened to see it this morning. I saw the headline. And Dan LeBastard finally, after all these years, wrote a column that made sense. Oh. He didn't even talk about the fact that he's Cuban. Very nice going, Dan. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and that the uh, Marla, the Cubans won the World Series in '97, and a bunch of Goyim won it in 2002, three, whatever year it was. <clears throat> what must the Marlins do to win over the fickle fans? This is one of the most alarming article, and uh, very good, excellent going, Dan. About five years, right? Another good one. But uh, and it, it proves what I've said all along, and it gets a lot of people pissed off. Oh, Neil is so negative. It's Neil's fault. The Marlins, you know, all that John Henry crap we used to get. Like, like what have I got to do with it? Well, if you would just support it, then... Have I ever discouraged anybody from buying a ticket? I'm not talking about the freebies. A lot of you freeloaders get like at the Panther game. I'm talking about buying a ticket, which I admit I don't have to do, although when I was going to the Dolphin games years ago, I, I bought my own tickets, me and the fat man. But, um, they don't, you know, everybody can talk a good game. Talk is cheap. Just look at these calls we get every day. Pop, 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 pop. But, you know, for those people to put out a few bucks, and the Marlin tickets aren't expensive. So we'll take our first poll on that. We'll get into Dan LeBastard. All you people who are subscribers to MoveOn.org, members, ought to check out MoveOn.org today. Boy, I'm, I'm not uh, going to be talking to well today, I don't think. And I just read the first paragraph or two of the uh, latest newsletter, the latest uh, blurb that came on my uh, website, my uh, email. Dear MoveOn member, during this year's Super Bowl, you'll see ads sponsored by beer companies, tobacco companies, and the Bush White House. But you won't see the winning ad on MoveOn.org Voter Fund's Bush in 30 Seconds ad contest. CBS refuses to air it. Meanwhile, the White House is on the verge of signing into law a deal which Senator John McCain says is custom-tailored for CBS and Fox, allowing the two networks to grow much bigger. CBS lobbied hard for this rule change. MoveOn.org members across the country lobbied against it, and now our ad has been rejected while the White House ad will be played. It looks an awful lot like CBS is playing politics with the right to free speech. And they are absolutely correct, sir. So read the whole thing. Go to moveon.org. We have a link to it on our website. Read the whole thing and weep. Because now the right wing, they're, you know, they're dangling all the carrots in front of the uh, big con media conglomerates, as you know. And pretty soon you'll only have one point of view. That'll be it. America Uberalis. <clears throat> Get that. Start goose stepping, baby. Good for you. Good exercise. Twelve minutes after ten at five sixty WQAM. Well, I want to get the pre-recorded spot, but... But what? Oh, are we but playing pre-recorded today? today? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think we were, so that's why I don't have a pizza left. I can talk. I just sound okay. awful squeaky. At least I don't have a sore throat. I just sound... That's extra fun. Like squeaky from... <laughs> I'm not going to do that pizza lock copy from yesterday because it sucked. Jeff, you know, you're a good guy. Your food is great. Your restaurant is fantastic. But your spots... You know, it's almost like he could be hired to write copy here because he writes garbage for copy. Pizza Loft is home of the world's best pizza. They have three different kinds. they got great Italian goodies, a fabulous menu. Everything is fresh, cooked just the way you love it. And, of course, they give you big, fat portions that are enough for you and almost the entire family. Gigantic portions. It'll be a miracle if you can finish. Every Monday at the Loft is lasagna night. Tuesday's eggplant night. Buy one of these dinners on these nights. Get the second one for only 5 bucks. I think these things are still going on because I'm, I'm going back to the old copy, and I'm sure they must. And if not, uh, tell hey, me. if you I said it, it's still going right. on. 
And every Wednesday, kids eat free with adults. They can see Jeff's famous magic show as they whip it out for you. Every Thursday night is bike night at the loft. Come on a motorcycle, buy one dinner, and get the second for half price, and Jeff will wipe it off for you. they got the best damn garlic rolls you ever had in your life. So if you want a really fantastic meal, big portions, fresh goodies, the best Italian stuff anywhere in town at amazingly modest prices, the pizza loft is still unbeatable. You'll find among uh, University Drive between I-595 and Griffin Road, right behind Pier 1 Imports with tons of free parking for you, too. So take it home. Have it delivered or eat it right there at the Pizza Loft. And they cater up parties, uh, uh, all kinds of functions, all kinds of affairs. That's Jeff's favorite word, catering for as low as 5 bucks per person. Pizza Loft, give them a call at 954-916-8880. 954-916-8880. Live, Live and local, we are Sports Radio 560. QAM. Howard David's a bitch. Excuse me, sir. I'm with 560 WQAM. Uh, we'd like to know, are you a sport hole? Yeah, damn right I am. What's your opinion? I mean, what's your take on the recent changes at WQAM? Well, I'm glad that old fag is gone, because I want to hear sports all day. You know, just real men talking all day about men. Now, I know they got that Cuban feller he's filling in, but he talks too much about women, you know. He's a straight guy. But I want to hear other men ogle other men's firm butts and tight loins. Well, that's what sports is all about, buddy. Give me all sports radio where they ogle men all day. Give me all sports radio. I grab myself when I hear sports holes say... Look how fast he can run. Look how fast he can jump. That's the kind of man I'd like to hum. Give me all sports radio for the manly man uh, who likes men. All right. Uh, that's Clarence. 1018 at 560 WQM. I feel a little bit better now. I didn't feel bad. I just can talk a little. Maybe I'm like, uh, maybe it's the cough drops. They, they are helpful. I love these. Maybe it's these Hall's Mentholiptus. Do you I, think that's doing it? No, no, by the way, you should know, great. everybody in the audience, that uh, almost everybody in the building is either has right now or has had in the last couple of weeks this crud. Yes. So this this cold that I got, this head crap, as mm-hmm. soon as I get out of this town, it'll be gone. As soon as I get sure. out of this sick building. It's a sick building. Sounds yeah. like a lawsuit, Greg. Oh, Greg, it's a suit. It's a suit, Greg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Just calm down, though. Just relax. Everything's under control. It's just one of the uh, benefits of working here. You get to breathe in all that free algae and mung and mildew. Yes, and we get to share the same illness. It's oldie moldies. I mean, it worked for magic. Look how they went up in this last book. <laughs> so anyway, we were running some obnoxious promos on this radio station, which I heard coming back from the track last night. You played me one when I first came back, and I thought, oh, they'll never put those on here. <laughs> too embarrassing. Yeah, they're too they're too. <laughs> Friggin' embarrassing. Guess again. And so I'm hearing a whole bunch of these about, oh, can you imagine if QM were all sports talk radio? Yeah. I often do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we could only pray. We could only pray for that. Like, hallelujah. Ah! Right. Even he's excited about it. And so I told Dick Feinberg at Pompano last night about the, the promos, because I heard one go to the track last night. And he stood there with his jaw down to his ankle. He could he couldn't... He said, in other words, it's like taking a shot at you, because anybody with an IQ larger than their thumbnail, who isn't just a football squeezer, uh, knows the history of this radio station, of the last six years anyway, and, and before that. 
Right. I remember some asshole with a very short haircut and a very expensive suit in a, uh, as I came out of the tea room two years ago, uh, in a hallway saying to me, oh, congratulations on another great book, Neil. We never had any ratings till you came here. Remember that exact quote? Sure. We never had any ratings till you came here. Not that they needed Hank to say more real good book, but other than that, uh, the station didn't have any big numbers. But can but. you imagine if we weren't all sports talking about uh, the Dolphins and the Dra See, this isn't all sports radio. It's all Dolphin. It's D&D, &D, and it's not Danny and Dave anymore. That I embarrassed him out of that. It's Dolphins and Draft. Draft beer? Dolphins and Draft. Draft beer. <laughs> Roberto Luongo, all-star team. Anybody talking about that? No. No, maybe briefly, because nobody cares. You think they're gonna uh, un, they're gonna have Pudge unpacking? Yeah. They're back on the Pudge stuff again. First of all, I just want to make one comment about that. Not that I give a crap because I don't. I'm not gonna be a phony and say I'm a Marlin fan because I'm not. If somebody slaps you in the face and says, "Oh, I was insulted by your offer," that seven million a year plus the other three million, ten million a year for whatever it was, yeah, I would say, well, guess what? Don't let the door hit you and your big fat ass on the way out of town. Right? And he's got a big fat ass. <laughs> That's what I would say. And the idea, oh, can we get him back, shows that these assholes have no shame. What kind of a moron wants him back? I say it's time to send Pudge packing. After he leaves the White House today, send Pudge packing. Not that I care. And obviously nobody else does either because this Dan LeBastard column today is so damn. Now, I realize that the rush story is big. We'll get to that. The Halliburton employees accepting kickbacks is big. Right. But the only problem with that is it's just like the Marlins. Nobody cares. Yeah. See, that's another thing. I mean, this being a hotbed of, activ <laughs> of activism, that it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's a hotbed of hot enemas is what it is. That's South Florida. I mean, unless you're soaking your teeth in a glass, you don't belong here. That's I'm why I'm soaking getting in it. Huh? Yeah, I'm soaking in it right now. Poor Martha Ray, rest in peace. She would have loved it here. Well, I'm telling you, the faxes are just pouring in today. Go Peter Wren. Now, where the hell did that come from? In this day of correctness, why aren't we called a lobbying what it really is? Legalized bribery, says Captain Rick. And go Peter Wren. <laughs> go Mike McDonald, baby. Old Michael. Old McDonald had a horse. Anyway, what must Marlins do to win over fickle fans? I just want to read this because it sets up the first poll, and then I'll explain to you why we'll do that from now till noon. The second poll, we got to build. Should I do the second poll first? Okay, whatever. Uh, well, because that's the only thing they'll call about. The second poll I will do at noon and through the weekend. And what inspired me to do this, remember I talked yesterday about seeing Rick Sanchez and about two minutes of his awful, awful show on Channel 6? Awful. I mean, brutal. I, I think that he's a legend in his own mind. Right. I, I don't think he was ever, um, you know. Well, the, he's convinced someone else, obviously. The ratings on Channel 7 were big for the news because it's Channel 7. Because it's hysterical, hyperventilating, melodramatic uh, crap. Didn't he invent that? With a distinct, no spigoting glazed flavor. Although now Channel 4s aren't doing them in that category. Right. All Rodriguez is all day. But uh, so I, I figured, what, who is your all-time favorite South Florida TV personality, news or entertainment? We've never done this. We, we've nope. done parts of it. Right. I mean, I realize this isn't negative. It doesn't give you a chance to take a shot at anybody. But if somebody doesn't do well... If they make it on the poll and they don't do well at all, it'll it'll be the same as taking a shot. I got a short list I made. First five. Ralph Rennick, John Hambrick, Skipper Chuck Zink, mm -hmm. Rick Sanchez, and Bishop. That's my short list. I mean, there'll be a million others on there. Well, you got mine on there. 
Skipper Chuck. Yep. And mine is John Hambrick. He taught John Hambrick was great. Yes, he was. And he's a good guy, too. So was Ralph Redman. too professional for this town. See, that's why people say, well, what do you do for uh, a living? And I say, well, I'm a Bush League talk show host. Because i, I got to be Bush League to be, you know, in this town. I, I do. I don't mind saying that. If you can make a lot of money being Bush League, why sure. be professional? Go for it. Right? So if anybody says, oh, he's just a Bush Leaguer. <laughs> right. The money still goes right in the bank. <clears throat> I almost feel like taking my tea out of the uh, thing there. But I'll, I'll wait till the break. I can fetch it. And I think you should play the spots. Okay. I just didn't have the uh, pizza law thing. But no, because it's, uh, and it runs again later. I'll read that one later. Because his copy, I wouldn't want you to play that one from yesterday anyway. Now, these other spots that are very slurry sounding, they sound like I'm stroked out in all those spots. Don't they? Yeah. Why? Just one of those things. It must have been the day that you recorded them all. I sounded when in doubt, stroke it out. We just took the freshest recording we had, so. Oh. In other words, I was here when I Because did that. that's the current. I was here. Yeah. Right. Well, of course. I'm always really sick when I'm here. It is. It, it's it's a sick building, man. Yeah. Didn't didn't a year ago in February, a year ago next month, I had a stroke right here, right in this town. Yeah. Right. And then I came to work the next day, and then I got on the treadmill there at, uh, at Cleveland Clinic with my good friend Doctor Bush. <laughs> Thanks for not quite killing me, Doctor Bush. <laughs> Let's do another stress test. What do you say, huh? No. No, he's okay. He means well. He said he would do anything for me, as long as I promised not to sue them. What must Marlins do to win over fickle fans, writes Dan Labastian. I can't believe that I'm, I'm a glowing thing about this. The essence of his article, I'm not going to read it because I don't have the voice to read anything. The essence of the article is it's a Bush League town. Wow. K-Novell. But he points out the Marlins might be good enough to visit the White House, which they are today, but they're evidently still not quite good enough for you. President David Sampson said Thursday his team hasn't sold even 5,000 season tickets yet. <laughs> I'd hate to see what the Panthers season ticket, the honest total is. About 30, man. Yeah, I, th I think that might be accurate. It says this is depressing, unfathomable, inexplicable, damning, and probably without precedent in major American sports, writes Dan LeBastard. And believe me, he knows his crap. Isn't crap his middle name? Yes. And he goes on at the end of the article, and, and he says, if a champion can't appreciably increase and sustain interest, why would a new stadium building? Why would a new building do it? It's not the stadium. Stadium's in a great location. And he shows the fan bases, not only of other major league teams, embarrassing teams like the Montreal Expos, soon to be defunct, the Buffalo Bisons, minor league team. They've already sold 6,000 season tickets. Sacramento Rivercats, minor league team, 7,000. The unctuous Detroit Tigers in one of the most obnoxious cities in the face of the earth, 7,500. Anaheim Angels, 21,000. Cubs, 28,000. He's got an interesting list here. You ought to take a puke at it in the Herald. Marlins, between 4,500 and 5,000. Less than the Expos, who've sold close to 5,000. Less than the Buffalo by etc. So the first poll today... Why do you think the world champion Marlins have sold so few less than 5,000 season tickets? Five choices. South Florida is Bush League. Their fans are mostly front-running phonies. They need a new stadium. Like me, most people don't give a schmidt about them. Or there are a few real sports fans here. Dolphins in the draft. Danny and Davey, Dolphins in the draft. See, this is not a sports talk station. 
It's a dolphin talk station with a little bit of window dressing on, a few other things, a little smattering, a little sprinkle, you know? And you know what? It's boring. You can run all the pro... Well, I told Clarence, get those off. I didn't tell him, but I suggested he might get them off. You know what he said? Okay. It was easy. He's easy. That's what the beast said. It's one thing he loves about him. He's easy. He says, you know, get down on your hands and knees. No problem. Roll over. No problem. Over to your playing the spots. Hallelujah. 1028 at QAM. Hey, let me tell you about getting a new mattress. Slurring There's a lot of ways words, you can man. do it. You can go waste Sounds a lot of time out. and energy and money. Maybe? You go into your bedding and department stores, get ripped off, get a piece of crap, and help them pay for their gigantic overhead. Or you can be smart. And you can just make one easy call sitting right there on your ass to dollar mattress any day, 365 days a year. They give you the best deal going. All the top names in the business, they got them. Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, Simmons, King Coil, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. There's no nonsense, no BS, no bait and swish. That's what BS stands for, by the way, bait and swish. No house brands, no phony promises, and best of all, you get the best service you ever heard of in your life. When you call Dollar Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, you pick the day and time for delivery. Any day, seven days a week, any to our window between 8 in the morning and 10 at night when it's convenient for you and they'll show up on time. You won't have to waste a whole day of your life waiting and praying that somebody shows up. I've been sleeping on a mattress from Dollar Mattress for years, and you ought to be doing the same. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked the best in the universe in customer satisfaction. So please, don't get fooled. Don't be sucked in by those mattress showrooms or furniture store ads. They can't come close to Dollar Mattress. Pick up that phone and call them right now. They'll be knocking on your door in no time at all. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online, it's mattress.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. Rex Condoms. Ultra thin, so each time feels like the very first time. If you're making love to a foreigner, you'd better put one on. Durex condoms. 1033, 27 before 11. I heard Mad Dog yesterday talking about all the limp penis spots that are running. Now you'll notice on the email, most of this spam, most of the crap you get on there, about 80% of it is uh, for limp penis guys. Right, Viagra. Small penis, limp penis, penis, penis problem pumps. people. Yeah. The PPP, the penis problem people. <laughs> but not only penis problem people, but if you watch your TV, especially sports shows, but anywhere, I'd say about 70% of the spots now are for, like, pharmaceutical drugs. Right. Antidepressants, mostly, if you'll notice. And limp penis, uh, you got heart go, go Cialis. Right. Cialis. And you got the Levitra. Mm-hmm. And um, Viagra. And Paxil. And right. Paxin. And, of course, they're spending millions and billions of dollars on those ads, which is why... The FDA doesn't want you to get your drugs from Canada. They don't want you to get, save any money because they want you to continue getting raped by the pharmaceutical company so they can run those expensive ads. And there's Dan Reeves again telling you about Zocor and uh, whatever the other ones are. All your cholesterol-lowering drugs. Those statin drugs, which will probably do a hell of a lot more harm than they'll ever do any good. Especially since cholesterol isn't the real offender. Anyway, it's homocysteine. It's the homo problem. See, I would agree with the right-wingers on that. We have a serious homo problem in America, but it's homocysteine, said the old queen. Anyway, here's a fact that you're going to love. Okay. We always get these, and I appreciate it very much. She says, I'm not looking for a free plug. I'm an environmental consultant in Pompano Beach, own my own business. I've been a fan of yours for 20 years. His name is Jorge, by the way. Thank you, Jorge. Oh, danger. 
I've heard your complaints regarding the air quality at the studio. Well, you can't complain about the quality, Jorge, because there isn't any. It's dangerous. I'd like to offer some free air testing and inspection to your studio. And he's got his number, his cell phone. So I'm going to give this to you. Okay. And then you can pass it along to the powers that be. You'll probably wipe their ass with it. But here's a chance to do something before that big class action lawsuit comes down, Greg. I'll write dolphins in big, like with a sharpie yeah, on top put of it. Put sports on yeah. the bottom, and Clarence might take a peek at it. He might take a look at it. Put balls on it. He likes looking at those, too. I'll teabag it. Yeah, teabag this. So I'm going to put that over there. I'll give it to you a little uh, in the break. And, and there's a guy that's willing to come in here because this isn't something we're making up. We had the same problem in IOD. I was telling the uh, middle-level management flunkies there this morning about the IOD thing we had. What was the name of that joint? The guy was very annoying, but very, um, very right. something. It was... Air... Yes. Whatever. And then they came in after Absolute we... Absolute ACA... Right, very good. Aaron and we threatened Duffy. to take uh, Cox Broadcasting, uh, call OSHA, and take them to court because everybody in the building, just like here, was sick. It was a sick building. They hadn't cleaned the vents out in that old building for about 400 years. Ever. Right. They had never right. cleaned them. And so somewhere we still have photos of the mountains of crap that they sucked out of the uh, ventilation system in that building. Right. It, it looked like uh, an alien colony. New it looked life like forms. the Swiss Alps was inside right. the ventilation system. And we were breathing in that crap every day, and everybody was constantly sick. Uh, sick buildings is a very serious thing, and it's also very highly actionable. I just mentioned that in passing. Oh, Greg, it's a suit. It's a suit. On the news this morning, they were right. talking about it. That's right. And I realized that this building is a real piece of crap, and the owner of this building should probably be in jail or something. I don't know who it is, but I mean the elevators are a joke. This, this is a, <laughs> it's a toilet. It's a thrill ride. We it's a toilet. Tickets. And to show you about Beasley Broadcasting, this is a gigantic step up from the old trailer on Sheridan Ooh, Street. Boy, howdy! Which, you, <laughs> which it wasn't even to the level of a toilet. You wouldn't have taken a crap in there because it was so far below being a toilet. Whatever, whatever is like a septic tank, maybe. Sulfur whatever water. is below, down in the ground, you know, the a water sewer smelled of farts. Even Jean Valjean wouldn't have walked through there in between walking through the sewers of Paris. So this is a step up for the Beasleys, but, of course, they're a bunch, you know, of nose pickers. And Greg, he, you know, he walks around in his $3,000 suits with his sloppy haircut. And as long as he's dressed well and has a big, comfortable office with good ventilation, that's all that counts. And it was the same way at IOD. Remember the days the air would go out, but miraculously up front in the offices where the hot shots used to sit, mm. the air was always on. For some reason, their air never went out. And, boy, when it did go out on rare occasion, man, they hopped to it real fast. Those AC people were there faster than you can say, Baba, uh, what's his name? Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Baba Lou. Baba Booey. <laughs> 104 votes on the poll already. We'll keep this one up till noon, and then we'll start building the other one. Uh, why do you think the world champion Marlins have sold so few less than 5,000 season tickets for the coming season? And I noticed, other than the same neurotic, oh, can we get Pudge back? Other than that, nobody calling the station is talking about the Marlins anyway, because there's no real interest, anyhow. Yeah, maybe five people. Maybe. About 30, man. Maybe, but I doubt it. It's Dolphins and Draft. Oh, what are we going to do about that offensive line? And when are we ever going to get a quarterback? <laughs> I love it. Liners and losers. 108 votes. Their fans are mostly front-running phonies, 38. Like me, most people don't give a schmidt about them, about... About 30, man. Right. I like uh, talking like that. Sound like Paul Harvey. <laughs> South Florida's Bush League, 18. There are a few real sports fans, 14, and they need a new stadium, 8. Now, I I only had that one that's kind of like defensive, that one last choice. I don't know what else to say. 
The tickets are too expensive. They're not expensive. It's the cheapest sports ticket in town. So what what could be the other excuse? It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot, and they're not. Wow. So thank you, Dan Labastard, for finally writing a good column, number one. See, if they, have a co- if they had a covered See, because stadium. this isn't a sports poll. It's a poll about this town. It's a poll about these people. The front-running phonies. Air-conditioned stadium. And I realized that we didn't jump on that Marlin bandwagon back uh, in October and uh, September when they were winning the playoffs in the World Series because it would be phony. It would be disingenuous. I do appreciate those great calls from Boog Shambi <laughs> from that uh, Marlin parade, you know. No, seriously, it, it's a serious problem because people here are in denial. It's like I'm a bad guy because I tell them the truth. Well, now here's another guy, Dan Bastard, who don't even speak our language. Here's another guy telling you the truth in English through an interpreter, of course. But not that great? Dan LaBastard. You go, Dan. I didn't know the bastard had it in him. But it's a great column. Nice going, Dan. Danny boy. Danny and Davey. Prosecutors refuse rehab deal for Limbaugh, insist on guilty plea. I'm not going to read this whole. I, I just don't have the voice. Plus, that's ponderous anyway. Palm Beach County prosecutors rejected an overture last month for Marsh Limbaugh's attorneys that would have allowed the conservative commentator to enter drug rehab rather than face criminal charges for prescription drug abuse. Keep popping them, Rush. Duff admitted to me he turned over to Rush for a minute yesterday. He was turning back and forth to see. See, now that we have our middle-level management people, and this rating book came out, which was pretty marginal for QM, pretty weak. And, boy, wait till you see the next trend. Oh, it's going to be a scream inducer. <laughs> yeah. So he was listening to Rush, and I said, why? Well, I want to see you. you know, I don't know. Anyway. The uh, prosecutors offered to end the investigation if Limbaugh pleaded guilty to a single felony for doctor shopping and agreed to a three-year term of probation, a deal that Limbaugh's Miami attorney, Roy Black, called preposterous yesterday. The whole story is on the front page of the Sun Sentinel. If you already wrapped your fish in it, it's on our website, neilrogers.com. Roy Black wrote to Palm Beach County State Attorney Barry Krischer December 11th asking whether his office investigation could be resolved by having Limbaugh enter an intervention program that allows drug offenders to seek treatment and not face criminal convictions. He has committed, they have evidence he's committed at least 10 felonies. And Roy Black says, your mama. So you can read the whole article. I'm not going to diddle with it, you know. Just just another, you see, the right-wingers can do whatever they want. Of course they can. And he's probably, he's probably still, you know, Wilma with small potatoes. He's probably got a good supplier right now. Let us know her name, Rush. We could use some around here. What are you smirking about? This is definitely a pill-popping kind of place. Yeah. Ask Muff, she'll tell you about it. 121 votes on the poll. The Marlin fans are mostly front-running phonies, 47. Like me, most people don't give a schmidt about them, 34. South Florida's Bush League, 18. There are a few real sports fans here, 14, and they need a new stadium, 8. It's going to be great. That's what you say, 8, and don't be late. So sad. 18 to 11 at 560, your sports, sports, sports-intensive station for the new millennium. Here's a great store for all you low-carb people. Don't slow your words now. Come on. The number one Speak like a man. In the world. And they've got over a 1,000 low-carb products. See, I don't sound good there. I sound like reading. Breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, feet. chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream, pasta with fantastic sauces, ketchup and cheesecakes. They give you the widest selection anywhere. Like I left my open teeth every day in the week, seven days from 10 to 10. And anything in the store that you're not too sure of, you can try it before you buy it. They've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that knows their stuff inside and out. And they carry all the Atkins products always on sale today and every day, too. 
The low-carb diet is just so popular now that I can't even talk about it. So head for the number one low-carb sugar-free store in the world, the Lights of West Boca. Boy, these speakers, man, are just brutal. On the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. Or call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB. Check them out on the web at lowcarb.com. That's with a W. L-O-W-C-A-R-B, lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one real Delights of West Boca, and it's your official Atkins Retail Center, who's singing a hell of a tune these days. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560, UAQAM. America speaks for the universal values that gave our nation birth. The rule of law, the freedom of conscience and religion and the rights and dignity of every life. Invaded and occupied two countries at a continuing cost of over $1 billion per week. Spent the U.S. surplus and effectively bankrupted the U.S. Treasury. Shattered the record for the largest annual deficit in U.S. history. Set an economic record for most private bankruptcies filed in any 12-month period. Set the all-time record for the biggest drop in the history of the U.S. stock market. Is the first president in U.S. history to enter office with a criminal record. Set the all-time record for most days on vacation in any one-year period. After taking off an entire month. Presided over the worst security failure in U.S. history. Is supporting development of a nuclear tactical bunker buster. A weapon of mass destruction and is breaking the nuclear arms treaty. Sorry, nuclear arms treaty. In his State of the Union address. Lied about our reasons for attacking Iraq, then blame the lies on our British friends. Set the record for most campaign fundraising trips by a U.S. president. In his first year of office, over two million Americans lost their jobs, and that trend continues every month. Set the all-time record for most foreclosures in a 12-month period. Appointed more convicted criminals to administration than any president in U.S. history. Set the record for least amount of press conferences than any president since the advent of television. Presided over the biggest energy crisis in U.S. history, and refused to intervene when corruption involving the oil industry was revealed. Presided over the highest gasoline prices in U.S. history. Cut health care benefits for war veterans and supports a cut in duty benefits for active duty troops and their families in wartime. Set the all-time record for most people worldwide to simultaneously protest in public. 15 million people shattering the record for protest against any person in the history of mankind. Broken more international treaties than any president in U.S. history. Proud that the members of his cabinet are the richest of any administration in U.S. history. His poorest millionaire, Condoleezza Rice, has a Chevron oil tanker named after her. Is the first president in U.S. history to order an unprovoked, preemptive attack and the military occupation of a sovereign nation. And did so against the will of the United Nations, the majority of U.S. citizens, and the world community. Created the Ministry of Homeland Security, the largest bureaucracy in the history of the United States government. Is the first president in U.S. history to have the United Nations remove the U.S. from the Human Rights Commission. Withdrew the U.S. from the World Court of Law. Refused to allow inspectors access to U.S. prisoner of war detainees, and thereby has refused to abide by the Geneva Convention. Is the first president in history to refuse United Nations election inspections. Is the all-time U.S. and world record holder for receiving the most corporate campaign donations. His largest lifetime campaign contributor, and one of his best friends, Kenneth Lay, presided over the largest corporate bankruptcy fraud in U.S. history. His political party used the Enron private jets and corporate attorneys to assure his success with the U.S. Supreme Court during the election decision. Has protected his friends at Enron and Halliburton against investigation or prosecution. More time and money was spent investigating the Monica Lewinsky affair than has been spent investigating one of the biggest corporate rip-offs in history. Guard the most sympathy for the U.S. after the World Trade Center attacks, and less than a year later made the U.S. the most hated country in the world. The largest failure of diplomacy in world history. Is the first president in U.S. history to have a majority of Europeans, 71%, view his presidency as the biggest threat to world peace and security, and change the U.S. policy to allow convicted criminals to be awarded government contracts. And the hits just keep on coming. That's a beautiful thing. Thanks to our old buddy Mitch Lewis, who just pulled that out of his... Rectum! It's 11 before 11 at 5.60. How much better I sound now with these Hall's Menthol Liptus and my tea, my celestial caffeine-free herb tea, cinnamon, no less? Markedly. Oh, yeah, I feel almost human now. Time to go home. Here's a great fact. You'll love this. I was at my favorite pub this past weekend enjoying a couple of pints, and one of the TV sets was tuned to the new Star Search with Arsenio Hall. As they were introducing their panel, one of the judges turned out to be the unctuous egomaniac Maddie Lesham from the awful Whammy Days. Remember Matty Lesham? How sure. can we forget? What a major, major asshole. Whammy! 
God, it sucks. Israeli, too. Still pathetically trying to look hip with a shaved head and goatee. I was so disturbed I had to continue drinking until I sounded like the broadcast school guy. <laughs> Best facts of the year. Nice going, Pally. What a great facts. Oh, you know who we haven't heard from in uh, quite a while now? Who that? Is, um... Hiya, Pally! I just mentioned that so we can get him on today. Your buddy, the one yeah, that pretends be there. it's never him. It's not him on the facts. It's not him on the phone. Here's Bob in Atlantis who says, how come the Republicans now claim in unison that Howard Dean is too unstable to be president because he got his panties into a wad? How quick they forget that the Republicans were looking into a constitutional amendment to allow a third term for Ronald Reagan, who already was exhibiting signs of Alzheimer's before a second term was over. What's the difference, says Bob in Atlantis? Shoe polish. Better actor. Right. Republican. Right. Right-wing hero. Ronnie Reagan. Oh, don't be picking on Ronnie now. And it was the same trickle-down bullshit, you know. Same Ronnie Reagan recession. Same crap. Although we didn't have anywhere near as many people out of work during Reagan as or we have now. dying. Or nearly as many people dying for no reason based on a pile of lies as we do now. Although we had a few illegal things going on, like Iran-Contra. See, <sighs> with the Republicans, it's stuff like that. With Democrats, it's like, you know, getting blowjobs. And with the Republicans, it's like, you know... Uh, just violating every principle of the Constitution. You know, still blowjobs too, but we don't need to talk. Oh about no, no blowjobs. I bet you Henry's hiding it. Halliburton tells Pentagon workers. See, here's another one. Halliburton tells Pentagon workers took kickbacks toward projects in Iraq. Now, see, no matter what you say, that's why I say it's like preaching to the choir. Mm -hmm. I can sit here and pretend we're going to make a difference, and we're not. It's like the Marlins thing. See, that poll is so important to me because it isn't, well, it's not a sports thing. I don't care about sports other than, you know, hockey and football. That's it. Patriots and the Leafs and Panthers. Eh. But um, it's, it, it's, it's about this place. It's yeah. about here. It's about the people here. There's something wrong here. I could sit here and just suck around. Oh, this is paradise. It's not paradise. It could be. But there's something wrong with the whole mentality here. When you live in an area where people hate each other as much as the people here do. See, the thing with the guy punching the other old guy out at the movie theater, that, that was emblematic. That was just part sure. of the symptom of this whole sick place. Routine. Hate. Not <sighs> just not just rudeness, but just... <sighs> you know, everyone's on the verge. And you want to know why? Because maybe subliminally, they hate the fact that they're here. Maybe. They like the weather. Like, you go out today, it's not below zero. Like, up north, it's mm. not freezing. There's no snow. Don't yes. have to thaw out your car. It's pleasant. Sunny. But there's Copy. something underlying it. You can almost smell it. Can you smell it? Oh, God. You can feel it. Where does it start? Is it the old In your nose. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, the cold. Oh, yeah. You mean that? The hate. It starts with uh, bad leadership. It starts with the newspapers. The media here sucks. You got two of the worst goddamn pandering newspapers ever invented. I mean, just horrendous. Garbage. Do you know the Herald and the Sun Sentinel on Sunday? Each one weighs a whole bunch of pounds. About 30, man. And there's nothing to read in either one of them. Nothing. I know. Tree killing rats. I will say this for the Sun Sentinel. They've got so many of those special ad sections in the Sunday paper. They now, when they deliver your paper, they put it in like in a plastic sack. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you put, if you take the, uh, flyers out of there and stick your penis in there and pump it up it'll be really great for growth extension that's good no seriously it's good it'll be good for something free peter pump right the uh, free peter pump from the sun sentinel for all you peter challenge people out there it's just amazing to me all these macho guys with their limp penis 
seems to be an American epidemic. I'm not saying it's exclusive to America. But with all the spots on there, it's just uh, unbelievable. And when you watch the spots, now by now you must have seen it, because I've seen it a couple of years ago, the Viagra spot, where the black guy is like jumping up out of the air. He's, he's all of his briefcase, everything. He's just he's ecstatic because he's got a, a firm penis. Somehow, no, I keep missing that because one. he's erect. Oh, he's erect. Oh no, there's a whole new series of those spots, and all these people. Hey, Tom, did you get a, a new suit today? Did you get a haircut? What happened? He just got laid. I got wood because Tom finally knock on wood. <laughs> Pop the Woody. How do you like that? Oh, my God. <sighs> Halliburton Company has told the Pentagon that two employees took kickbacks valued at up to $6 million in return for awarding a Kuwaiti-based company with lucrative work supplying U.S. troops in Iraq, so says today's very conservative Wall Street Journal. It's not in some commie pinko leftist publication. It's in today's goddamn Wall Street Journal. The disclosure is the first firm indication of corruption involving U.S.-funded projects in Iraq and raises new questions about Halliburton's dealings there. The company's work already is being scrutinized because of accusations that the U.S. government was overcharged for gasoline under another controversial contract. They're a bunch of grave robbers. They're a bunch of crooks, just like your vice president and your president. I'll tell you right now, the biggest crook of them all is Dick. Yep. We thought Dick Nixon was the biggest crook. Crooked Dick, Dick Cheney is the most crooked Dick in uh, America. He could probably use some straightening out. Probably be bad for his ticker, though. Halliburton has strenuously defended its Iraq work as fairly priced and free of taint. <laughs> oh, yeah. Free of taint. <laughs> A discovery of kickbacks could expose the company to hefty fines and other punishments, <coughs> such as potential fraud charges. Wow. At the least, contracting experts say Halliburton will be required to reimburse the money. And aren't you grateful for that cheap gas, George? I got a pump hooked up in the house. Yeah. It's like a spigot. The only cheap gas I got is in bed. Oh, yeah. I, like, I love farting in bed. Well, that's one of the benefits. <laughs> Do you pull the covers over your head? No, I actually, I put my head down underneath the cover. Oh, God, that's good. And you fan it out? Yeah. I fan the flames. <laughs> Here's another fax from Calvin who says, my take uh, on Wesley Clark, boy, this is sure becoming a little too political today. We're trying to do what sports, happened? sports. We want to make Clarence happy. Do a lot of sports. I, I know I talk too much about that, and we take some heat for it, but I, I just, it just never ceases to amaze me. If I were like you and I hated sports as spectator sports, I, it would be a different story, but I don't. I've been a sports fan all my life, but there's such a thing as being a sports fan as being neurotic. It's like the difference between going to the track last night and having a nice night and an enjoyable time winning a few bucks or calling somebody on a Tuesday and inviting them to come to the track that night when the track's not even open. That would be above and beyond the call of, like, normalcy. That would At be like 720 That would be an obsession. At 7.15 in the morning, you also called Derek the same day and woke him up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Rich, love you. You're a great guy, but give it a rest. Okay, calm down. And the rest of your family, too, please. Tell your nephew gambling is for suckers, okay? Go there, have a good time, plunge a little bit, but uh, don't plan on making a living at it. Calvin says, my take on Wesley Clark is not too favorable. In the debate last night, I didn't see the debate. It was at the track. How did it go? I didn't see it. I mean, in the debate last night, he had the perfect chance to level the Bushmeister on the deserter issue. Instead, he took a pass. Weenie, it says. He's a weenie. Sooner or later, one of the candidates have to get the fact out to the general public that the supposed commander-in-chief is a fraud. I thought I saw somebody saying that, that he was a deserter. Who said, who said that? Draft dodger, not a draft. He was. A, he went AWOL for a year. One of them said that. Question. Somebody in the crowd, I think, is. No, no, no. One of the candidates really? said that the other day that he went AWOL for a year. I, it might have been. I better not say because I'm not sure. 
They did. They had the cones. Just say it. Somebody will tell us. Also, Clark took a swipe at Kerry for joining the Veterans Against the War organization when he got back from Vietnam. I'm a Vietnam vet, too, joined the same organization. Like the war in Vietnam was a good thing? No. I think Clark is a crypto-Republican heart and can't be trusted, says Calvin. And he might just have a good point. What? Let's do it. You don't have to be lucky when your car's on the fritz. Although, if you want to play Russian roulette with it, be my guest. You can open the yellow pages and entrust it to some losers out there who will no, be gone no in way. no time at all. But if you want to be smart, take it to EF Terran Auto Repair because you can really trust these guys. They've been around a long time, and they will be. They're at 5083 North Federal Highway, just a mile and a half north of Sample Road in Pompano Beach. At EF Terran Auto Repair, experience the difference that experience makes. All EF mechanics are ASC certified technicians. In other words, they know the latest technology. They really know their crap. And most have been with the EF team for nearly 20 long, amazing years. In fact, combined, they've got over 200 years of experience at EF. No job is too small or too big for them either, whether it's a blown fuse, a blown engine, anything in between. Whether it's a 73 Toyota to an 04 Bentley, EF Tarrant Auto Repair be doing it all for you. Jobs are meticulously double-checked for accuracy by the shop foreman, and every car is cleaned upon completion of work. It'll look and run just like brand new. EF Honors most extended warranties offer you wide awake service on most repairs, too. EF Tarrant Auto Repair, folks you can trust. They're at 5083 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Ask about their 90-day same-as-cash no-interest credit card, too, when you call 954-426-9926. 954-426-9926. EF Tarrant Auto Repair. Be sure and tell them that old Neil sent you by. They're nationally recognized as one of the most successful auto repair businesses in the entire country. At EF, don't forget their motto, nobody cares more, and nobody will work harder to earn your business and keep it. My, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Goff. Hi, this is middle-aged, pasty-white, fat man and con man, Dr. Phil Quickdraw McGraw. I want to thank each and every one of you for running out and buying my diet book. And hey... I got good news. I have a new book for you to give me your cash for. It's called Dr. Phil's Hair Growth System. Now you can tell by looking at my head that I've kept a goodly amount of hair around the sides. And I'm going to tell your husbands just how they can keep it there, too. Now, one of the many things you're going to learn in this book is having your husband look in the mirror while his head is between your legs. And don't trim for several weeks so he can have a nice triangle on his head. Why, he'll look ten years younger. Yep, you'll find it all right here in my new book, Dr. Phil's Hair Growth System, with a very special forward by the late James Coco. Maybe that's where Mo got that piece. It's 11.03 at 560 WQM. So Clarence just came in, our program director, who's trying very hard. He really is. He's not, no, he's not very hard, but he's trying very hard. And he actually said something that had nothing to do with sports. Yeah, it was shocking. Mark it down. Mark it on the calendar. Clarence talked politics. And he said, I think it was Wesley Clark. I mean, uh, Michael Moore said that. And Michael Moore has said that about Bush being AWOL many times, and I was wrong also. But nice try, Clarence, because it had nothing to do with sports. Good going. In fact... I got a, news, a great new set of promos. Can you imagine how good QM would be if we didn't have so much sports talk on? They're already on order. Wouldn't that be great? Can you imagine that if Mad Dog and Hank and uh, Joe Rose talked about like titty bars and uh, getting laid and I also uh, imagine food and, and fun myself. stuff like that? You know what I mean? Like that. And then I wake up. Yeah. Without losing the license, how much fun that would be, as opposed to the Dolphins and the draft and the draft and the Dolphins. Jay Fiedler. Oh, no, I forget about him. He's he's ancient history. You better get with it. But yeah, I was wrong. It wasn't one of the candidates. Now, see, I will give Dr. Dean high marks for that. He didn't pull any punches. That's why he rolled up his sleeves. Unlike the guy at that movie theater, he didn't pull any punches. But... I don't think he actually went that far. It was Paul Begala on Crossfire said that. I screaming the other day at Mother Tucker Carlson, just screaming at her with that bow tie. 
about the fact that, you know, you're a good one to talk. Because Carlson was going on about how Clark and Kerry are into this pissing contest about who was the biggest war hero. Yeah. And Begala was screaming at him about, hey, your president was AWOL for a year. Where the hell was he? And, you know, he's put that phony photo out there. Mm -hmm. It's just the whole business. All of these things. So thanks for correcting us, Clarence, because it had nothing to do with sports. And you're making some real progress, son. The most Here's a fax. The most notable moment of Junior's speech reading was when his declaration of the port, that Patriot, a portion of the Patriot Act were scheduled to expire was met with Democratic applause. Judging from the startled, scowling expression on his face, you would think that it had been a long time since the confused chimpanzee had been exposed to a non-hand-picked, friendly campaign contributing audience, protesters not shuttle out of sight into barbed wire cages miles away, or newspaper reports in columns other than those hand-selected and shown to him by his staff. You would think that he might be the boy king in a bubble, completely oblivious to the fact that more than half of the country regards him as a corrupt, incompetent fraud. P.S. Where's my, where's my cheap gas? There's some for you, and there's some more. And the hits just keep on coming. No, we don't want that natural gas. How about some sports gas? Sports! Oh, can you imagine those athletes with all that heavy equipment they're wearing, how much they fart? That's, we're going to do a whole show on that next week. Hockey players farting. Do roids make your farts stink? Oh, yes. And then, of course, there's the seeping problem, which you wouldn't understand when you're no. fat. Seeping. Oh, no, I do understand. My fat friends would seep <clears throat> all oh. the time. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And you always feel like there might be a little something moist back there. You we know? would have designated chairs in our house. And the worst thing you can do is like like I did in Toronto that one more. I admitted it, remember? Right. I checked to find out. Oh, oh there was. Damn it. There was. Spillage. Not, not a lot. A little leakage, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Take a peekage and see if there's any leakage. Okay, here's our next poll we're going to be doing at noon. We'll get to the results on the other one. I, I tell you, for a guy that can't talk, I think I'm doing okay. Not great. I wish I could speak because I really get pissed off. I'll feel a lot better once I get out of this town. Who is your all-time favorite South Florida TV personality, news, or entertainment? Anybody. Ralph, and we're talking about real shows. Don't be mentioning my show on Whammy. I'm not looking for ass-sucking. I hate that. You know what I mean? Right. Some, somebody would do that. No. Anybody that liked that show needed mental help. Ralph Rennick, John Hambrick, Skipper Chavzink, Rick Sanchez, Ann Bishop, Wayne Chandler, Dave Dixon. That's what we got so far. Now, are you adding those on there? Yes, I'm, I'm adding. They're so adding. Eric doesn't have to be, uh, he can just By the watch way, Eric, it great job on that thing you did yesterday on that project. Excellent job. He really did. And he's overhauling a whole bunch of other things. We're not nearly He done. is the best. Of course, he the has greatest. been. I the should say he has been the best. But... No, he is. Oh, and whatever happened with the other deal with Josh with the computer We're stuff? We're still waiting for all the chips to land well, over there in that department. So yeah, what's going to happen? Probably, it's not a done, definite deal, but probably. How's that? Yeah. Well, I'll have to make arrangements for you to get that laptop that I bought for Beaner Boy. I'll for your good, it. close, personal friend, I'll Beaner Boy. rub it in. <laughs> God. You know, the last thing I heard Beaner Boy say was... <laughs> Here's the poll we got up there now. I'm You're going to rehire him anyway. Because he called on the, the phone and was practicing because I'm an old softy. Yeah, I know. Just like the day I talked to Mo here last, uh, this earlier in the week. And I, I repent, I apologize for that. Was it this week or last week? Last week. Last Boy, week, time week. is sure flying. Two weeks is too much. Way too much. Never happened again. What do you think, why do you think the world champion Marlins have sold so few less than 5,000 season tickets? That's our first poll on neilrogers.com. Hop on it. 212 votes. That's area code for New York. Their fans are mostly front-running phonies. 79. Front-running phonies. They are. Full of crap. What's the next bandwagon we can hop on? Come on. If the Dolphins get hot, if the uh, heat gets hot. Hot heat. 
Like me, most people don't give a schmidt about them. Sixty-two of you say that. You don't give a schmidt. And you're entitled. That was my vote. I don't care about me the too. Marlins. I don't care about baseball. Nope. South Florida is Bush League, 29. There are a few real sports fans here, 24, and boy, that is positively... Absolutely correct, sir. It's a horse and buggy town. I know we've been over this a million times, but boy, Dan LeBastard's column got me whipped up into a frenzy, almost. Almost wanted to wipe my ass with it. And they need a new stadium, 18. That's why you're not showing up. It's too hot. It rains. Wah, wah, wah. The town of excuses. And let me say it again, the Macarena man, that place, uh, why, why they make up those bogus attendances all over the NHL, I have no idea. They're not fooling anybody. They don't just, just do it here, they do it anywhere. Tickets distributed. Well, you could open up a window and throw a thousand uh, an hour. <laughs> huh? Oh, we distributed thousands of tickets. About 30, man. 30,000 tickets. Of course, it only holds 19,250, but we distributed 30,000 tickets. We opened up the window, not the window, and nobody showed up. They were for free. Nobody showed up. I'll be goddamn. Must be something about this place. Too many old people. The myth of the Cuban love of baseball. That's one of the big myths with the whole Marlin thing. So full of crap. I heard some call. Was it Hank or a Mad Dog? I guess they called again about the, oh, well, Pudge Rodriguez, the Cubans love him. Bull crap. That's pure, racist. Pure crap. Garbage. Plus, he's not Cuban anyway. Right. Ain't he a beaner? Some kind of Rican. Is he a Rican? Yeah, he's Rican. I think you're right with a big fat ass. Well, take your fat ass and get lost. Okay, go Pudge packing. Go back to Detroit. You'll love it there, man. Sucks. How many white people in Detroit? About 30, man. That's enough. 10 after 11 at 560 QAM. They're all done, by the way. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, I was thinking more like, like. Who put that in there? I can't imagine who put that in there. Probably some retard. Probably some crazy person. Just, what's what's it called? Supposed to, it's called, um, I don't know. It's called Ben and J-Lo. Okay. They're done. Does anybody care? No. I'm so tired of them. Just go away. Don't you understand? You closet fags. I mean, just go away already and stop with the phony baloney crap. And your movies suck, by the way. Although his, his movie without her, I guess, is doing pretty good. Didn't he have a movie here recently without her? I don't Just know. Just ditch the bitch, Ben. That's all. Ditch the bitch. Go back to Matt. Ditch the bitch. 
Here's one for our poll today by fax from Al. Thank you, Al. Good choice. M.T. Graves from the original WKID Channel 51. Charlie Baxter. M.T. Graves. There you go. Are we putting his real name or the character name? M.T. Graves. Okay. And what about... Oh, we got Dave Dixon, right? From the original Channel 51. Those were the days, baby, from Pirate World in Dania. Back when they had the nude beach in Dania. Back when we had, like, all right. kinds of stuff going on in Fort Lauderdale. I've been there. Got the pictures. Back when it was, like, living and breathing fun people here, before all the old farts moved in. And all the people came in on the rubber rafts. Do hell with Fidel! Do hell with Fidel! Uh, take Fidel and stick him, okay? Okay, let's get some choices for the poll here. 5670560, oh, because we're going to start doing it at noon. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Shall we? Shall we plow into him? WQAM. Yes. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? Oh, Neil, how are you? Okay. Uh, how about Glenn Rinker for your poll? Glenn Rinker's good. Isn't he dead? I don't know, but... I think he had died in Orlando or somewhere. I was watching The Shining last night, and there's a little clip of him in The Shining. Right, that's right. Right? Channel 10 is on. That's right. Good choice. Okay. Thanks, Pally. Have Thanks. a great weekend. Isn't Ann also on that little clip? Uh, yes. They showed... Channel 10 Eyewitness News. Glenn with one or two ends, Rinker. One? I don't... Oh, come on. Who cares? He's dead anyway, I'm pretty sure. Who's the other guy from Channel 10? Ron... We go through that every time. Ron Hunter. Remember him? No. Oh, he's dead. Now, one of them committed suicide in Orlando. I think it might have been Glenn Rinker. A lot of short people commit suicide, George. Yeah, well, the guy from Family Feud. What was his name? Uh-huh. Uh, Combs. Gra Ray, Ray Combs. Hervé Villachez. Ray Combs and um, some people comb over, like me. Hervé Villachez committed suicide? See, I don't know. I didn't know that. Till this day, I didn't know that. Really? No. Yeah, I couldn't handle it anymore. He was a prick. Was what? he? Yeah, miserable. Oh, there's nothing worse than a short prick. <laughs> and Ray Combs. And who else did we just say? Glenn Rinker. I, th I think he committed suicide. Maybe it was I Ron Hunter. One of them guys. He used to be on Channel 10. Eyewitness News. Eyewitness News. We've had some good people here on TV. They don't last too long. and stick around long. What about David Bloom? Rest in peace. Don't know him. Oh, the doe. Oh, yeah. Oh. He was embedded, and now he's deaded. Right. Is he one of ours? Or David we put him Bloom. On Sure, he was at Channel 6 here for a long time. He's a good guy. David Bloom. Died for another guy. Died for no reason at all. Absolutely, positively. Too many dead people. It's worth it. No, it's not. The president says it's worth it. I see. WQAM, hello. I had a great line for that, but I can't use it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Okay. Boy, it must be on a short fuse today. That's Friday. How come the kids are out of school today? Don't know. They are, but though. They are, yeah. Uh, finals. Blah, blah, blah. Is that it? Yeah. So maybe nobody's in town. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. How about, uh, is this Neil? Yes, sounds like me. Hey, how about uh, Claire Mosier? Boy, that's 100 years ago, okay. You think so? On Channel 7, right? That's even before I came here. Uh, how about Wayne Ferris, blue-eyed Wayne? <laughs> We're not talking about who do you have the hots for, okay? Wayne Ferris. Yeah, we can put him on there. Okay. Is I don't it know Clure, how to spell Clure Mosier? Claire? Claire Clure? I think it's Clure. I don't know. I know he's dead. I don't know how to spell Mosier. So he won't mind if we misspell it. Same with Glenn Rinker. I'm pretty sure they're both dead. See, it's okay if you misspell somebody if they're dead. How do you spell Mosier? M-O-S-H-E-R. Mosier. Just like Gary Mosier, who couldn't drive his finger up his butt at the track. Five six seven oh five sixty and Mark Mosier, another stiff. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. There's something with the phone here. Is this phone screwed up? 
Maybe not. Maybe it's just us. WQAM, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Jackie Johnson. Jackie's Johnson. There you go. Donkey yeah, face. Yeah, baby. All right. Thanks, Pat. Thank you, Pat. You bet. Jackie's Johnson. Got it? We'll get about 100 names on there for this. I like this poll. Let's say something good about somebody, okay? Instead of just ripping them in the ass. <laughs> Tired of that. Always getting this crap about how I'm so negative. Trying to say something good about some people who are good here. And then they got out while the getting was good. Here's that first poll, baby. Why do you think the world champion Marlins have sold so few, less than 5,000 season tickets? Fewer than the frickin' Buffalo Bisons. Triple-A baseball, minor league team. And the Sacramento uh, Queen Bees, whatever they are. 250 votes. Their fans are mostly front-running phonies. 99 out of 257. Like me, most people don't give a schmidt about them. 71 of you said that. Don't give a schmidt. South Florida's Bush League, 34. There are a few real sports fans here, 34. And they need a new stadium, 19. I love that last part of LeBastard's column where he talks about Detroit, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh. All the new stadiums in the world aren't putting any, not making the teams any better or more competitive and are not putting any asses in the seats. If a championship, if a champion can't appreciably increase and sustain interest, why would a new building? And you are absolutely correct, sir. I never thought I would live to say it on the air about Dan LeBastard. Finally, he put his thumb right on it. That's what Rick Sanchez was talking about yesterday, putting his thumb right on it. And even Kim Bocamper this morning made a very good point, a political point. You ready for that? I, b I bet you Clarence probably sneaked in there and said, O'Neill's pretty pissed off, too much of this goddamn sport. Say something about the president. Sports! Yeah, too much of that. You know, Bush spent a couple of minutes talking about athletes and steroids. Yes. In his speech. They're all upset about and that. And as Bo said, as Bo said... With all these people dying in Iraq, with so many people out of work, with all of the major problems, with the environment, uh, with all these species dying, all of the crap going on in the world. And this asshole president talks about sports, about sports. steroids. And as Paul Begala pointed out accurately yesterday, when he was the owner of the Texas Rangers, and when steroid use was rampant, who did they acquire? Jose Canseco, the steroid king and queen himself. And they all knew what was going on, all the owners, including Bush, looked the other way. Now, of course, because it's he's got to be the goody two-shoes commander-in-thief. We're not going to have no, no, no blowjobs in the White House and no steroids in the locker room. See, in Florida, we got Reverend Bush is the governor. Reverend Bush. Right. Everything now is with religion. And then, of course, he also talked about the faith-based initiative. They should have gotten up and booed him right off the stage. But they don't have any balls. That's the problem. See, if the Democrats lead around, they're going to have to do what Howard Dean did. Not not lose it, but they're going to have to roll up their sleeves. Right. Just like Ross Piro said, roll up your sleeves and do-do-do. <laughs> oh, no, don't do, don't do that. No, don't I do like that. It. You liked it? I saw it again like 500 times since then. Yeah. And I, you yeah, liked I want it? I to stand up and go, ah! Well, that's beside the point. Yeah. Okay. I think you should charge the People White House. People ought to be pissed off and tell them the truth and just ripping them an ass, which he does. Just like moveon.org, as much as I appreciate their efforts. They wimped out, apologizing for the uh, Hitler and Bush ads. There was nothing wrong with those ads. They were honest. And nothing to apologize about. They right. didn't make Absolutely it. nothing to apologize for. Oh, well, we don't want to be associated with that. They were over the line. No, they were not. They were right on target. Right. Can't be honest in America no more. WQAM, hello. Steve Ronadero. Okay, Steve Ronadero. Don't put it down, though, because that was the guy. Yes. That was that asshole. Yes. See, you don't get to vote 
You don't get to make selections on a poll because your voice is so obvious. You're such an asshole. You're such a quizzling man. Out of touch with that Yeah. Jackass. WQAM, hello. Chamba. Like I said, back at you. WQAM, hello. My law piece ass rojo. 5670560. Pound 560. I don't think we're going to build this list. I don't think we got anybody out there, anybody here. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Today? Okay. Can I, I don't want to lose your audience, but I'd like to talk hockey with you just for a minute. Well, 30 seconds. Time's up. Okay. Why does, why does this organization down here find losing and buy one, get one free seats? Um, why do they find that acceptable? Ask them. Ask them. Because it's not acceptable. No, it is not. Blowing, blowing six or seven three goal leads in a season is not acceptable. And every time Hairpiece gets on after the game, all he says is how great his team does. Yeah. Now, is he not watching what everybody but else? I can't, is can't say how bad his hairpiece is because it's worse even than Moe's. Well, you I hear can, you. Uh, Schmidt can that, George. Can that asshole? George is I picking know. on you. Thanks. It's a it's a bush league organization. Okay, that's all I can tell you. They talk a good game. The youngsters in the organization and all this other crap. You know, and people are tired of waiting. And like I said yesterday, season ticket holders are tired of getting gouged and paying gigantic bucks and then seeing tickets going two for one and two for none and the ten freebies here and ten. Uh, it's it's a joke. If you have a great steakhouse, you don't say, oh, we're going to give you two steaks for one today. Can you imagine that? At Ruth's Chris? Mm. Yeah. And if that ain't good enough, yeah. how about what how about deal? two free ones? All right. I can imagine. I'm just envisioning now. I can see the first person to be online for the free steaks at Ruth Chris. If it's free, it's me. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'd be standing outside tapping his toe waiting for them to open that door. Yeah. I can just see it. I can envision it now. Five, six, seven. I don't. I, they don't like our poll today, I guess, or else there's nobody out there. It looked kind of slim to me this morning. Kid, every time the kids are out of school, it's right. the same thing. Why didn't you warn me? I could have stayed home and slept in this morning. Exactly. I don't want to do a show talking to myself. You have ten people out there. Yeah. Seven people ringing the phone. Well, I know six. One of them might be real. You think? Shamba. So what about, uh, who did that guy say, that asshole? What did he say, I Steve? Uh, Shapiro. Steve Rondonero. No, I'm not saying we ought to put him on there. He won't get any votes. In fact, you know what? I think it was Steve Rondonero. 26 past 11 at 560 QAM. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Now, from the Channel 10 Eyewitness News. All right, get set to Q and... Hey, where's Ann going? What, what's she doing with that machine gun? Oh, my God, quick, quick, camera to the right. She was fed up with reading one story after another about drugs and violence. Now, she wants to right the wrongs and rewrite the news in Ann Bowles. Starring Anne Bishop. Don't kill me, please. I'll see you tonight at 5, 6, and 11. Gone. And oh, she took the news into her own hands. What are you going to do with me? When I get through with you, there won't be enough of you left to make a good 2K for Don Null. Anne oh, starring Anne Bishop. Also starring Carl Weathers as Dwight Lauderdale and Don Knotts as Don No. There's a stationary front over the Midwest. And Bo, she rewrote the news. And Bo, coming oh, soon. And the Dwight says she still tastes really good. 1132.
What are you making faces for, man? I'm grimacing. At 560 WQM. There was a lot there, man. There was a lot of meat on that bone. NBC dumps best comedy ever Friends ad. Well, thank God for that. Says, okay, maybe Friends isn't the best comedy ever. NBC promised yesterday not to rerun a promo. It, it sounds like here. A lot of people promising not to rerun promos that are offensive. Okay. Using that phrase to refer to the show, which will go off here after 10 years in May. They were just trying to hype it when overboard NBC spokeswoman Rebecca Marks said it ran once and it won't run again. Just like Clarence said this morning. You hear what he said when I told him about them promos? The ad irked some people, most prominently Kelsey Grammer, star of Fraser, five times the Emmy winner for Best Comedy. Friends has won the Emmy once. In addition to which, neither show could lick all in the family's ass. Right. Or the Jeffersons, or I'm sure a zillion other comedy shows. Correct. Right. I can't blame them for saying that, Grammer told reporters last week, although we all know it's not true. And you're not either, Kelsey. And watch your grammar. 567. 0560, pound 560 on it. There's no interest in this poll today. Apparently not. See, and you want to know why? Because it's something positive. It's proof. Here's the facts, though. We're getting better suggestions on the fax machine than on the phone. My suggestion for your second poll is the biggest bitch ever on Miami TV, Gilda Unruh. You know who that is? Gilda Unruh. Unruh? Gilda, Gilda. Gilda. Gilda Unruh. Sure U-N-R-U-H. It says Gilda. Is it Gilda? I think it's Gilda. Well, don't, don't Gilda the Lily Man. I don't know how she to spell it. She says it makes all the local guys on TV look like wimps. And it also says you should have a poll sometime. My favorite local TV reporters. So many have moved on to the networks. David Bloom, rest in peace. Steve Croft, Michael Williams. No, we're not going to do that. It, it's too narrow. How do you spell Unruh before you tear that up? U-N-R-U-H. <sighs> Got it? Get it. 5670560. Panada going. Phones are ringing a little bit. We'll get to you. What? What are you laughing about? I, I, I don't like that. I dropped something on the floor here. Right. I'm just taking my time. It's an important facts. Oh, it's about the new Willie Nelson song, which we would play today, but we can't find it. Oh, we found it, but it was too late. Yeah, too late. It, it's uh, We'll play it sometime. It's still plenty of time. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's show. Now, line one never hangs on because it disconnects real fast. WQM dial tone. Oh, this, <laughs> like I said, even the dial tone would have been better. WQM, hello. Good morning, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I don't have a vote for the poll, but uh, I just found out something. I'm going home to New York City in April, yeah. and I'm going to a uh, a seminar, and the keynote speaker that closes it is Michael Moore. Excellent. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that, and uh, I'm going to see what he has to say, but uh, I'm going to get a copy of the tape, and uh, I'll bring you back a present when I come home from New York. Outstanding. You have yourself a wonderful day and keep and up the good work. Thank you. There you go. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless Line. Who is your favorite all time South Florida TV personality, news person, entertainment person, whatever they might have been? Kitty show. Got a good list. We'll get that up at noon. We'll get it up. We'll go see Alice. WQAM. Jumba. WQAM. Hello. Wow. They are good. I'm telling you, there's nobody here. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I think uh, in recognition of Marino getting back with the Dolphins, you should play Jimmy and Danny. No, I don't think so. We already been through all of that. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes. Uh, how about Morris McLemore? Oh, no, no, forget about it. You know, Morris McLemore. 
And uh, they're not they're all you old people that have been here a hundred years. Get out of here. Been dead for fifty years. George is rolling his eyes. This Never is heard sad. of it. Well, it's because he uh, just like Claire Mosier. These are people <laughs> around here here a hundred years ago. Come on, give us somebody that with some meat on it, okay? With some meat on a bone. What's wrong with you people? God, you're about as much fun as playing Russian roulette with a fully loaded piece. Sounds good to me, Mom. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, this has nothing to do with talent, really, but uh, Penny Daniels. Penny Daniels. Yeah. Well, what now? To see that bring back some memories. Yeah. Not good ones either. Well, I can understand that, but uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't understand that. <laughs> Not. I mean, yeah, I would. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I wouldn't understand it. No, I, I don't. I don't get any of that straight ass stuff. <laughs> what? Just that gay ass. Stuff. Just that gay ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's always Anne's ass. Rectum. Ooh. Dwight says gray ass. He said, stay away from that thing. He's got dibs on it. Their fans are mostly front-running phonies under 19, if you say that. That's why the Marlins aren't doing Schmidt for uh, season tickets. Front-running phonies, 119. See, they, they don't, they're pissed off. They don't like this because they're taking a shot at this town, and accurately so. Well-deserved. 305 votes. Like me, most people don't give a Schmidt about the Marlins, 88. South Florida's Bush League, 39. There are a few real sports fans here, 39. And they need a new stadium, 20. And maybe they need a new announcer. Should have put that on there, too. Maybe Boog should be doing a whole game instead of Dave Van Boring. See, this station, there are a lot of people, and even, even uh, Pharrell, when he was here, talked a good game, blah, 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 you know. But when I, I tried to get him to really say something about people, he wouldn't do it. Right. In other words, if he coveted their wife or their hairpiece or whatever it was, oh, but he's a nice guy. Yeah. Who cares? Joseph Gacky's a nice guy. He yes, sucks. He blows. His work is grotesque. Okay? Okay. You can think of many, many very nice people whose uh, work is in, incompetent. Or in the wrong business. I mean, Donald Brainerd might be a very nice guy at the uh, track. He, can't, he, couldn't, he couldn't find his way to the finish line with a compass and a road map and a search party. With Kevin Wallace riding shotgun, he still couldn't find his way there. I mean, just because somebody is nice doesn't mean you have to cover for their, uh, you know, inadequacies. Oh, excellent. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's up, man? Yes, sir. Everybody's talking about the Patriot Act ending next year, the Patriot Act. Yes. The Brady Bill no, ends not. this year. Yeah, the Tom Brady Bill. The Tom Brady Bill, the mm -hmm. one that releases the inhibitions mm -hmm. on the on the uh, the guns and the yeah. 10-round limit on the yes, pistols. Sir. I mean, it's like, and it sounds Democrats raising holy hell about it. I mean, they're mm -hmm. talking about, well, the Patriot Act. I said... Take care of what ends this year first. Sir, I'm then, a lot more worried about the Patriots right now than I'm the Patriot Act, okay? And have a nice weekend. I, I, I don't want to do light bulb radio here today, okay? It's, uh, then we won't have any audience. What's wrong with you people? I mean, this is a good guy. We talked to him before, but just calm down. The people here are not into any of this. They don't, they don't know from it. They don't want to know from it. They don't care. The intellectual capacity here is like that of a pea. So just forget about it. That, that's why there's so much stress here. Too uptight. Yeah. Stop being so uptight, all you people. Just relax. We're living in paradise. It's paradise. Be a little more friendly, a little more laid back, instead of always being ah! angry. You know what I'm saying? Always like unleashing. Ah! Yeah. That, in fact, he should come down here and do that. Then hey, he, there you then, go. Then he'd be amongst people who could relate. Because everybody here, every day, they want to just put their head out the window like a network and go, ah! right. Don't you? <laughs> I do. Wow. I don't just want to, but I do do. Oh, speaking of doo-doo, they're showing duty on TV. Oh, I mentioned that yesterday. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Channel 4, <sighs> under under the guise of news. Yeah. Right. They're showing crap. Kitty crap on the air. 
because it's a news story. Well, well, we're a news no, show. You just, want to, you just want to put some duty on the air. That's all. Channel 4 News, not only don't they speak English, but they put duty on the air. 20 till noon at 560 QAM. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Miami. Could the perfect time turn you into a Negro? White Fort Lauderdale, Channel 10 Useless News. Join me tonight for a Channel 10 under-the-covers report on the dangers of achieving a golden tan. Plus, the dangers of breadcrumb buildup in your toaster. Channel 10 Doppler weather with Channel 12 meteorologist John Matthews. This is John Matthews coming at you. Here's the latest on Florida's deadly drought. Another beautiful day of sunshine comes your way. <laughs> then join Christy Krueger for Part 7 of her special report on the safety of lactation suction devices. Channel 10 News. Useless news you can't use. It's 11.45. Let's put Dwight Lauderdale on there. Okay, we're not going to wait. Can't. We're not going to wait till somebody of these ungrateful bastards call in. How many years has he been on there? About 30, man. I, agree. I realize he used to be more popular when he had the mustache. But Anne forced him to cut it off. She did. She said it chafed. She made him shave it off. 5670560. Here's the list we got so far. And, the, uh, and obviously the interest in this is phenomenal. That's okay. We know that you don't want to say anything good about anybody because you're a bunch of relentless, heartless bastards. Who? Although the people that call in on the sports shows, Mad, this was great. It was classic. I'm driving home yesterday. Mad Dog gets a call. A, a, just a suckhole. Oh, Mr. Maddich, it's such an honor to speak to you. And I was down at the field during the Dolphins-Mendrick game, whatever game it was. And I wanted to come over to say hi, but I didn't have the balls to do it. And Jim says, well, next time, you know, come by and say hi. And he goes on with the whatever his point was or his question, and Mandich hangs up on him and rips him for an idiotic call. <laughs> it was great. As only the mad dog would do. All right. Okay. See, because he's not into that ass-sucking either. People groveling. Oh, Mr. Mandich, it's such an honor to speak to you. Why? Why is that? That ring. No, but do you know anybody it would be an honor to speak to them? Seriously. Can I get back to you? Right. That, that's my point. I mean, there are people like Michael Moore. I enjoy sitting around having, having a few meals with him. I'd be pleased him. to meet them. Right. But I don't know about honored. But honored to meet them? I, I can't think of any such person. Do I get to touch I'd them? I'd be, well, okay, well, that's different. I mean, Tom Brady, I'd be honored to meet Tom. <clears throat> He's a macho guy like me. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. So negative, so sour, so full of hate. Mean. This is a mean place. And this building, I think, is a perfect example of it. With a disease. It's a mean, mean, nasty building. It's hateful and hostile. People are banging each other in this building. All the stuff that goes on in here. Just it's wait until I angry. write my book. Yeah, it's an angry building. With angry swords. You can smell it in the hallway. You smell it? <coughs> oh, that's Mo's bag. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. I feel I should have stayed home today. Yesterday, I, you know, did okay. Today... Well, it's just the mood. It ain't your ailment. What do you mean by You're that? Just yeah. in a sour it, mood. No, I'm not in a sour mood. They are. Okay. <clears throat> they don't want to play the game today. <coughs> See, I'm losing it. Play Howie. WQAM. Mr. Rogers, it's an honor to speak with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sure is. I got a name for you, and she's one of your favorites, too. Go right ahead. Kelly Craig. Kelly Craig. All right. Great lady. Okay. Tell her to lose some weight. <laughs> See ya. Thanks a lot. Bye. Kelly Craig. I haven't seen her in a long time. That's because I don't you watch her. Why not? She's quadrupled in size. Ooh. Yeah. 
Why? She used to look like Orson Welles. She now she looks the, like five of them. She had the baby, and she beefed up, and like most ladies do, and but she kept beefing up. See, most women, they, you know, after that, they lose it back, but not her. She found. You can barely off. see her head. No, come on. It's it's lost. I'm telling you, it looks like it looks like the button on a plush couch. Her head. That's bad. Is she fatter than like the humper? Yeah. Yeah. She is. Oh, maybe. anyone you can name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seriously? I can't. I can't even do it. Like a turtle. In other words, like she pokes right, her head out. Right. That's bad. Like we love you, Kelly. Sinking in Kelly, please lose an ounce, Kelly. Please, I'm begging you. We love you. WQAM. Hello. Chronic cab driver. Where is he? See? What, what does that mean? I don't know. He's just incoherent. Right. Just an asshole. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I feel so privileged to speak to you. Yeah, it's all right. Um, Write it down. I give kudos to Showtime. Put it in your cause, diary. Because <laughs> yesterday they were giving um, DC 9-11, the whole thing after 9-11 and the Bush administration. The best part of the whole show would be was when um, Condoleezza walked into the room. Yeah. It was so hilarious. She was so ugly and skinny and Skanky. dark. Yeah. It was perfect. Was she dark? Her. And another, for the poll, I don't know if you remember back the Kendall Toyota show. Yes, I do, unfortunately. Cox on the radio was the bomb. I used to love that man. Don Cox. Okay. Thank you, sir. You got him, man. Thank you. Hasta Don Cox, rest in peace. Boy, a lot of dead people. I thought he was going to say Mark, uh, what's his name, Jacobson? No, he was not. He would have been lying. Why, why do you say that? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> to be a prick. I mean, somebody says something nice about Cox on the radio, who's dead, right. who died very uh, soon. Who deserved to die? Is that what you No, did? who deserves George, to be on George, the poll? George Rodriguez <gasps> just said that Don Cox deserved to die. I think that is, of all I the things not. that you've ever said in all these years. Party. Yeah. I can't believe you said that. one of the originals. Giselle Fernandez. Oh, we loved her. She was a fine, fine lady in more ways than one. Didn't she play the violin? Oh, that was Giselle McKenzie. Giselle Fernandez. I loved her. Wasn't she on that show with... Who was on the show with Jimmy Syphilis? On Channel 10 there for a while. They had me on the show. And I back in the Wednesdays. Jimmy Syphilis. Boy, I bet you she's got some stories. <laughs> no, not Giselle. Nothing. Jimmy. Oh, okay. Oh, here's my friend Mark again, the chronic faxer. Good faxer, but Mark, I hope you're not going to, uh, you know, load me up with a thousand. Widow of Dr. Atkins. Oh, that... Uh, the, Mark is always good. You're the best faxer ever, Mark, like I said. Mark with a B. Did you see the piece on Mayor Bloomberg, who's a major asshole, by the way, who's no. in, in the polls? He's like, he's getting his They hate him. They despise him. The comments about Atkins, you didn't see that no. clip? No. Oh, wow. It was one of those photo ops where he knew they were shooting, but I guess he forgot. Well, they didn't forget. New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg thought his off-the-cuff dinner comments about the late Dr. Robert Atkins were just between him and a few firefighting pals, but the cameras were rolling, and now he might be wishing he had his mouth full, like maybe a steak. Between bites of pasta at a Brooklyn firehouse dinner, Bloomberg dismissed the reported details of Atkins' death. I don't believe that bullshit that Atkins dropped dead of sliding, uh, slipping on the sidewalk, Bloomberg said to the firefighters during dinner earlier this week. They showed it. They showed a clip. It, uh, it was, I can't even describe to you. Atkins' widow said she was beside herself with anger when she saw the footage. 
I was very, very hurt, and I was angry, Atkins said on ABC News, Good Morning America. Atkins died last year at 72 from head injury sustained in the fall on an icy New York City sidewalk. Atkins' low-carb diet, which stresses protein over pasta, bread, and fruit, has remained wildly popular even after his death. Veronica Atkins said her husband's high-protein diet had nothing to do with the fall that killed him. His arteries were clear. He died from severe trauma to the head, she said. During his firehouse dinner, the mayor also called the diet guru fat, which he was not, and insulted the food Atkins served at a fundraiser he attended a few years ago at the doctor's house in the Hamptons. Oh, yeah, he said, oh, it was crap. You couldn't, uh, couldn't even eat it. Uh, it was just, it was unbelievable. What a guy. Yeah. It would be like if you were running for president, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you thought nobody was listening, and you started screaming like, <laughs> like that. And you thought nobody was rolling any footage. And you and just started losing it and doing, you know, grotesque, unacceptable things that you thought nobody would ever see. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. One more. Come on. Thank you. Uh, Mrs. Atkins said the mayor's comments took her by surprise since he had sent her a beautiful note about her husband and the work he did after he died last year. Phony. You have to tell sorry to me in the world, she said. How pathetic. Just ripped him an ass about how the diet was all bullshit, about how he invited him to his house, the food was crap, it was garbage, you couldn't even eat it. I'm sure. I mean, I'm, who would want, like, steak and lobster, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, nasty. Taco. Things like that. Lobster dipped in butter. Asshole. Michael Bloomberg is a major, major asshole. Absolutely. Five six seven oh five sixty. He he will not get reelected, by the way. Mark it down. No chance. I'll mark it down. There's two chances, none and less than none. If they brought back Fiorello LaGuardia. Just if they just propped up his body. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. If they brought back uh, John Lindsay, isn't he dead too? Pretty sure he is. I think he's dead. WQAM, hello. Even Ed Crotch would beat him, I'm pretty sure. WQAM, hello. Yes, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Charlie Baxter. We already uh, got it. You already got him. Thanks. Thank you. Well, we Should we put Charlie Baxter? Days. Yeah, cross out empty graves, put Charlie Baxter. Hey, Eric, how do I take stuff off of here? Oh, like I said. <laughs> well, I'll put Charlie Baxter. Yeah. Well, you can't have them both. We'll take off empty graves. We don't want to distort the uh, poll. It's so goddamn scientific and very, very important. We <laughs> it is. It's important stuff. How's that other one coming? Let's ra- Let's wrap that sucker up. And I realize it's a little bit too sports-intensive for this audience, but I'll say it again. It's not really about sports. It's about anything here. It's about this place and the lack of motivation, the lack of uh, excitement, the lack of intensity. What do they care about? Early bird dinners and when's the funeral and, and where's my paladin and, uh, you know, and who can I bitch out? Who can I get angry at? Who can I scream at? <laughs> Why do you think the world champion Florida Marlins have sold so few less than 5,000 season tickets. A, a, a disgrace. What are the words that uh, Dan LeBaster uses again in that column? He said, it's depressing, unfathomable, inexplicable, damning, and probably without precedent in major American sports to win the world championship and have fewer season tickets sold than the unctuous and soon-to-be-extinct Montreal Expos, the Buffalo Bisons of the, Amer- of the uh, AAA, the uh, whatever it is, International League. Incredible. Shocking. 
139 people say the fans here are mostly front-running phonies. 38.6%. Like me, most people don't give a shit about them. 103. Don't care. Also about 30%. About 30, man. South Florida's Bush League, 49. There are a few real sports fans here, 46. They need a new stadium, 23. I just want to say one other thing, and then I'll drop that whole deal. Because we're changing the pool about this whole sports business. See, I tried to explain to Duff and Clarence this morning, neither one of whom is going to ever win any, uh, you know, brownie points for uh, being a rocket scientist. I tried to explain to them, sports, broad, sports talk is narrowcasting. WFAN in New York, which is the most successful sports station in America, is driven by old fuddy-duddy Imus. What a comment. Yeah. He drives the station. His his ratings, which aren't that great, but nevertheless, and his revenue drive WFAN. He's the enabler, which allows them to do all their sports crap the rest of the day. Here, here it's me. But 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 setting that aside, the fact of the matter is that if it was only the sports part of it, WRFX would have big numbers, do they? No. The fan down here, the WAFN, eighteen hundred on your dial, that would have had a good number. No. No. If you would if you would take the same crap that they have on WRFX and replace the personalities on this station with that, we wouldn't have any numbers either, would we? No. No. See what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, when you got Jim Mandich and you got Hank Goldberg and you got Jim Rose, uh, Jim Rose, Ed Rose and Joe Kaplan, it's the personalities, stupid. And they still don't get it. And you want to know why? Because the why general manager is a, a jock-licking, drooling idiot. That's why. Three minutes till noon at 560QM. And by the way, Clarence, you are too. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Yeah, at least for today. Driving in my car, she let one go that almost blew us both away. I asked her, did you cut the cheese? Then she turned around to look at me and said, girls don't fart. Girls don't fart. She kept on telling me that girls don't fart, but I do. The odor permeated through my clothes and in my hair. Another deadly squirt Then I held my nose And covered it with my shirt I turned around to get her back With just a matter of time Before another attack So I asked if she was okay Then she looked at me And all she had to say was Girls don't fart
Wow. They just showed a great clip of Al Sharpton. I wish I would have seen that debate last night. Not really. I was happier being at the track. Had a good night. Uh, they show Al Sharpton. I'm telling you, he talks circles around all these guys. Sure. Never there, was, there was Dr. Dean talking about how he's not perfect and about his rant and yada, 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 and uh, how you know he wouldn't do it if he had to do it over again, but uh, he has to tell it the way he sees it. So Al Sharpton said, uh, Governor Dean, don't be so hard on yourself. He said, uh, as far as hooting and hollering, he said, if I would have spent the money you did in Iowa and come in a distant third, I would have been hooting and hollering, too. And Dean went, <laughs> like that. That was nice going, Al. You go, boy. See, the that's another problem with Dean. He has no sense of humor at all. Very uptight. Well, that top ten list last night was funny. Eight. Orchestrated. Don't you okay. understand? All right. Orchestrated. Well, that's fine. But it, it came out of desperation, see? But I'm talking about just off the cuff. How do you say he doesn't have a sense of humor after that screaming thing? He has no sense of humor. He's uptight, overly medicated. <laughs> okay, let's get this poll off here and get on the other one. Okay, Eric, I don't want to get on you because you've been doing a great job, but this is done. It's noon. It's 12.05. 383 votes on the first one. I don't, I don't even, I, we already read the result. Let's, let's get on with it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's your fault. What have you done to him? Oh, because ordinarily he knows that the other poll goes up at noon, then he can go eat. He can go eat a whole bunch of sandwiches and pasta, steaks, ribs, chitlins. And then what they eat in Orlando, chitlins, yes. something that rhymes with that. Come on, Eric, let's go. Let's get the other poll up there. Let's get on with it, okay? God damn it, this is a slow-moving place. Pisses me off. Who is your all-time favorite South Florida TV personality, news or entertainment? Somebody you actually like. <laughs> oh, my God, what a concept. Ralph Rennick. John Hambrick, Skipper's Chuck Zink, Rick Sanchez, and Bishop, Wayne Chandler, Dave Dixon, uh, Charlie Baxter. We changed that, right? Oh, I, I don't have them all. Glenn Rinker, Gilda Unruh. Is it Gilda? I don't know. Oh, Kelly Craig, Don Cox. Who would I leave out? <clears throat> I don't know. It'll be up there. How about Bob Weaver? How about him? Get him on there. Okay. Don't say anything about Bob Weaver. I haven't seen Bob in a long time. Good oh, guy. Say something Great about man. Bob Weaver. Uh, I don't know, because you're going to say he's old and all puffed up. Don't we all get that way sooner or later? Yes. Yeah. Maybe not puffed up. Yeah, we do. You'll see. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi. How about our Rick Sanchez partner, Sally, the one with the Coke bottle up her body? Sally buying? gives me fits. <laughs> Excellent choice, Pally. Okay, all right. Thank you. Good. Sally gives me fits. We might have actually play that. Do we still have that? Oh, yeah. And we also have... <laughs> oh, she was the best, Sally Fitz. Remember the day I told you at IOD that she stopped me in a parking lot? All right, now she yes. didn't stop me, but I ran into her after the show. Mm-hmm. And I had never met her before. And she knew who I was, and she said, oh, you know that stuff you say about me on the air? And I said, she says, I don't like it. Right. She had a major, I mean, major she problem. Was, she wasn't hostile, at least not to my face, but I don't like it. I said, it's just a radio show. She cried before one of our fellow producers over that issue. Over what issue? The issue with the Coke bottle up her ass? The things, the rumors that we didn't create and we didn't invent. We just, we just passed heard them, them and passed them right. along. Those rumors. They weren't rumors. I have people leaving they, me voicemail messages. Rumors. Okay. I, got a, I never, rumors. I, that never happened. Yes, you did. Let's define my existence down here. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent choice. I, I think uh, Eric is gone. I think he just uh, went back to sleep. I don't think he's going to change the poll. Is he relying on you to do that? I don't have the ability to do that. Maybe he was relying on me telling him, but uh, I thought he was hearing that from you. He probably can't hear us now because I, I would do it if I could. 
but I just don't have the... If I had the ability to do it, I'd take you out here right now and kick your goddamn teeth in. Ability to do it. Come on, Eric, let's go, baby, let's go. Yesterday he sleeps in. He sent me a message, though, saying that he was waiting for you to print it out. But that was... I don't know how old that message was. What do you mean by that? Print it out. The old one, so that you could discuss it. I just got through doing that. We're done with that. We're finished. I know. So now we're finished. Changing. We're finished with the frickin' Marlins, okay? They're going to play in uh, Peoria somewhere. Nobody cares. Such a whiner, Eric. WQAM, hello. Uh, what about Pam Degani from Channel 6 in the morning? Excellent choice, amigo. I love her. I, she used to be the weather girl on Channel 7. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I left out uh, Jackie Johnson when I read the list. And Pam Gigante. She said it was uh, Sabado Gigante. Who was the guy that was on? That's not a local show, though. Is it? Where do they do that show? I don't know. And that's Don Francisco, a Argentinian Jew. <laughs> do they, they might do that show here, you think? Sabado Gigante. Oh, I'm sorry, Chilean Jew. They might. I don't know. This, is he the one that, like, dances on the grapes? That's the one. When they make the wine? He koshers the grapes? I, no, I'm sorry. That Chilean fruit. Is he one of those two? He's a Chilean fruit. That's what I heard. Don Francesco. Oh, no, no. See, now you're going to pick on him. We already got the Celia Cruz thing. Oh, Jesus. We're done. Goodbye. We're not picking on Don Francisco. He happens to be a very nice guy. Well, there you go. And a mensch. And a good show. Yeah. Well, he's good anyway. No, it's, it's a good show when they have some good flesh on there. I've, I've seen some of the most astonishing. Not that I watch it very often. Oh, here's a... Uh, N-E-Y-E, how do you pronounce that? Nayi, Nayi, who says, first-time faxer, why is Dean's speech in Iowa any worse than Bush and Cheney calling reporter a major asshole? It's not, the only difference being that the media let him off the hook on that. Remember that? Yes. New York Times reporter, I yes. forget which one. And he didn't know that the camera the uh, uh, camera was rolling and the audio was going to, and he called him a major asshole. There's mm-hmm. that asshole of so-and-so from the Times. That guy, that's a major because asshole. Because the media, you know, that's the way they do it. Because they bought the media first. They own the media, don't you get it? Yeah! Five, six, seven. Now, here's a poll suggestion about road rage. Who should get ticketed on our highways? Let's go. I'll save that. Thank you, Brian. Excellent choice. Okay, look at that. We got the new poll up. Nice going, Eric. Oh! Oh, Eric was just on the verge of uh, oh! losing the love of his life. It's a labor of love, George. Oh. Okay, uh, who are we voting for? You want Skipper Chuck? I want Skipper Chuck. Well, you can vote in there, can't you? No, not if you do. Oh, so go ahead. No, I'll vote for Skipper. No, I don't want to vote for Skipper Chuck. I'll vote for somebody. Plenty of people will vote for good old Skipper. Remember the day that Rick, uh, Skipper Chuck <laughs> was on with Rick and Suds? They were doing that remote? No. Yeah, you do. I don't. And I was in there. And I, I used don't. to make all kinds of fun of him. And he just, I don't know. He's okay. They, they liked him a lot. I liked him a lot. Oh, I was making fun of his Cemetery Village spots. Oh, well, yeah. And the fact that he got to be an old fuddy-duddy, and as he gets older, he's got to do something. I mean, pretty soon I'm going to be doing nursing home spots here. You about that 24-hour nursing care? I got the 24-hour nursing care. We're going to trade it out in Toronto. <laughs> oh, I never told you that story about the one of the tellers at the track the other night. Not last night, but last, whatever, Saturday. I'm leaving. He says, uh, he looks at me like uh, he's astonished that I'm walking around. He says, oh, Jeannie, I'm glad to see you're feeling better. That was before I had my cold. I see. And I, I wonder, what is he talking about? I was shaking my head as I walked out of there. And I realized he must have been the one who heard Miss Fudge about my 24-hour nursing care in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. You know what Sally would say to Matt Fudge, don't you? But I think he beat her to the punch. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. <laughs> It's 
time for the news now, camera one. Thank you where the anchor sits. Oh! Sally gives he fits. Yes. She bobs her head and arches her eyebrows, gives us all the news, chopped to pieces and bits. <laughs> Sally gives he fits. Everyone knows Sally's running this ship. Trying to compete with Annie Bishop. So dramatic, so entertaining, relevant, repartee, just dreams by wits. Sally gives me fits. Everyone does everything that she says. Cracks her whip and up jumps Ricky Sanchez. How come we don't ever play that? that I love that. Because she's out of sight, out of mind. No, she's Until not. today. People know Sally Fitz. They know where Sally sits and where Sally schman. Five, six, here, Wayne Ferris, somebody else said that. Get him on there. He was here a long time. We put him on there. We did? Sure. Come on. Richard Whitcomb. Who? The last one to give editorials on Channel 7, I believe. Richard Whitcomb. Was he on 7? I think so. Who else would have put him on? Richard Whitcomb. Somebody liked him. I can't believe it. He reminds me that, uh, who's that old singer, Richard, uh, that Irish singer? Oh. Roger Whitaker? Right. Very good. See? Rod, Richard Roger Whitaker. I gotta leave old right. town. That, that's who uh, Richard Whitcomb reminded me. So Skipper Chuck isn't doing all that great. I hate to break the news to you, George. Wait till I get home. And you want to know why? Because he eats the Tropical Acres. I mean, See, I, just, what, because, just because you get old doesn't mean you have to have, you know, have false teeth. doesn't mean you have to do Paladin spots. I like Chuck Singh. He's a good guy. Who am I putting on here? Richard Whitcomb? Richard Whitcomb. W-H-I-T-C-O-M-B. Whitcomb. Jackie Johnson is winning. Old donkey puss. She's got six. It's because we got a lot of horny guys out there. If you saw her without makeup up close, you'd puke your guts out. I'm telling you right now. Okay. You wouldn't touch her with Miguel's hand. Ralph Redneck, five. You're right about that. Touch it with mine. How about your hand? Jackie Johnson, six. Ralph Redneck, five. Kelly Craig, five. Love you, Kelly. Lose some weight, please. Please. John Hamburg, three. Skipper Chuck Zink, three. Go out and meet him at you the go, cemetery Chuck. village. Actually, it was the corny spots he did for them. That were, I forget yeah. there was a line in there. Oh, it was unbelievable. Where they showed all those they active senior citizens, right. and they were swimming, That's and they were dining, whatever. And, and they were punching each other in the face and falling down and hitting their head. That's got nothing to do with his greatness. Bob Weaver, three. Love you, Bob. And Bishop, two. Glenn Rinker, two. Anybody tell us if he's dead or alive? I don't know. Changing again now. Uh, it's, we're just building this. Would have been on there a long time ago, but Eric's busy eating lunches, several of them. You know, he Eric is like, um, up, he's got peaks and valleys, you know, ups and downs. He gets on your good... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm just picturing his peaks and valleys. Oh, it's a horrible thought, the ups and downs. Let's see, here's the, another fax. It says, I hope this second fax in one day isn't too chronic. Of course not. But I just saw this. Everybody's favorite self-hating closeted, uh, oh, I can't say that, fag, Matt Rogers, quoted as using a phrase that might sound familiar to long-time listeners of your show. Oh, yeah. I love this. I saw this already. I'm glad that they reminded me about Moby. This is from the New York Daily News. Activist rocker Moby is leading a jihad against cyber gossip Matt Drudge, that self-hating faggot. 
blaming him for inciting far-right wingers who sent abusive and racist emails to comedian Margaret Cho. Was that before or after the Cho? On his website and in private messages to his friends, Moby has been claiming that Drudge took out of context Cho's stream of anti-Republican invective intended as comedy shtick during last week's MoveOn.org's award at the Hammerstein Ballroom. I was outraged, Moby told me. Everyone knows that Margaret's comedy is very uh, irreverent and Lenny Bruce-style confrontational, and Matt Drudge took it out of context and exposed her to some really irresponsible and vile reactions. That's absurd, Drudge responded. He pointed out that post on DrudgeReport.com had clearly identified Cho as a comedian and set the scene for her profanity-laced remarks, which he published at length under the headline, Raw Rage at Bush During MoveOn.org Awards. A couple of days after posting the excerpts, Drudge published Cho's complete routine from the event. There must be more to this, I would hope. It sure has taken a long time coming over here, because where's the phrase? Do you see it yet? No. Uh, now, uh, what is this that he just it's wrote a, out? A thing to oh, read Oh, my God. What is your story, man? He's a busy man. Since Doreen left, you, haven't, you aren't worth a crap. Oh, here it is. Among her saltier observations during the liberal group's celeb-studded gala to honor political ads attacking President Bush, despite all of this stupid bullshit that the Republican National Committee, or whatever the F they call them, that they were saying that they're angry, uh, I don't want to read this whole thing. It says they're like effing looking for Hitler in a haystack. George Bush is not Hitler. He would be if he uh, applied himself. After Drudge's account was linked by the right-leaning freerepublic.com, oh, what a surprise that is. Cho received dozens of ugly emails, most of them unprintable in a family newspaper. Moby told me the only good thing to come of this is that the extreme right has shown their true colors. Bush is masquerading as a compassionate conservative, but now they've exposed their extremely right-wing, misogynistic, racist agenda. Drudge shot back. These emails are mild compared to what I receive on a daily basis. This is the nature of the Internet. Moby and his friends just have to butch up. Oh, you're going to talk about butching up. That's what he was getting to. Butch up, bitch. Silly-ass bitch. Self-hating, closet queen, asshole. Anyway, join George tomorrow, 11 to 1, at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings. There's so much a guy going to be there. See, si. There's so much a guy. He'll be playing music Incredible. from uh, WCMQFAMA. Incredible. Incredible. Right. Celia Q's music. Celia Q's cruise. See, take Celia on a cruise. She's dead. Stick her ass in the back of the uh, ship. Haul ass. Get her out of here. Take her out. Cart her ass out. See, she said it right there. She's a man. Well, we know that. She's got a big one, man. Gigantic. Join George tomorrow. I guarantee you she didn't need to go see Alice. 11 to 1 at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings on Northwest 36th Street, just west of 27th in Miami. 27th Avenue. What did I say? I don't know. See, I'm doing that incoherent thing again, like those spots. Stop by to win prizes and enjoy free food from Atlantic City Subs, where our good friend Ira makes the difference, and Scott's in the background now. He's on deep background. Stay there, Scott. How come there's so many people named Scott who are like trouble? One of those things. Is it? Look for the QM van tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Dural Ale House. Stop by for Presidente beer specials and win some free crap <laughs> from Miguel. Well, I'm sure he's going to be there. If there's free beer, he'll be there. I assume. Freeloading. Freeloading spick. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Jackie Johnson is uh, pulling away. Donkey puss. See, I'm not going to suck up and apologize for that comment. And don't tell me I don't know a hot-looking woman when I see one, okay? Well, you know who's hot? Who's that? Sheridan. Okay. Oh, by the way, that next part, you have to read it. That's one we don't have. I know that. Okay. I got the copy sitting right here. Who's hot? Oh, you're Brittany. just making a... Yeah. No, I'm saying you oh, know who's hot when they're hot, no but sometimes question. they're hot and you, you don't think they are. This idea that fags don't know a beautiful woman when they see one, what kind of asshole of crap is that? 
just because fags at least have a little more objectivity, at least when women are concerned. But that doesn't and, and are oogling over everything with a skirt on, mm -hmm. just like when Mad Dog was oogling over uh, that bitch. That's a bad example. What the hell? I can't even think of her name anymore. Jim Manage's bad eyesight, Greta Von Susten. Wow, Greta Von Brown Susten. Oh, your my credibility. God. Holy crap. Just because he took too many hits you, to the head. You wouldn't touch her with Michael, uh, what's his name's hand? No. Kane, the one that came off in a car. You wouldn't touch her with Steve Kane's hand. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm telling you right now. You take one look at her and go, no. Man. I'll join a monastery. I would call her a doggy puss, but you know how much I love dogs. That'd be a bad insult. Right. Right of Sustern. Because I can remember when the worst team was on there, every morning, Channel 7, oh, Jackie Johnson, it would be Defoe and, and uh, Joe, little dog, they're just oogling it out. You know, you guys can do better than that. Don't sell yourself short, even if you are, just because you're limp. I think all the guys with a limp penis are the ones that love Jackie Johnson. Because they can't get, you know what it reminds me of? In Magnolia? Yeah. Philip, uh, what's his name again, the actor? I love him. Seymour Philip Thomas. Seymour Thomas. Jones Schwartz. And the character that he's playing, and he's he's making all these obscene phone calls, and he wants to do it, but he can't do it. Right. He can't get it up. He's brave on the phone. Right. Like that well, bit. Like our, like our callers. Very brave like on the phone. phone. Oh, no, tough on the phone. My right. wife's tough on the phone. <laughs> exactly. But off the, off the phone, oh, he's a little pussy. One of my favorite scenes is when he goes in to the fat broad's apartment, Chiquita Banana, and they lie down in the bed and get under the covers and face toward the wall, opposite. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what his character is all about. Uh huh. That, I, I can't imagine how you don't like that movie a lot more. If they had ended. No, I, I don't want to hear that. Sorry. That's, that's asinine. Sorry. It's asinine. It's, it's if, I, if I were to recommend five movies right now, Magnolia would be at the top of the list. It's great. Okay. The acting is fabulous. Sure. No, no argument there. And it's just, and it's long. But yeah. there, there, are thing, there are things in there that you, will, you just don't expect. I mean, just right. off the wall. Sure. It's great. No Even there. Tom Cruise is good in there. That whole storyline with Tom and... Uh, it's yeah, all, all the storylines. Right. right. All of them. They should have ended all of them. <laughs> Wait for the sequel. I, all right. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. George's taste in movies is yeah, suspect. He did like Requiem, though. A lot. And Miguel did not, because he didn't understand it. See, you could, should have explained it to him. Maybe you could have watched it with Rush. It was about pill poppers. And others. And others. Other drug uh, problem people. poppers. Shooters and poppers. <laughs> Let's get some poppers, okay? Instead of some Rush. Jalapeno mm. poppers. Let me tell you about a great place, Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. They're locally owned and operated. Armstrong Toyota of Homestead have been treating people right for a long time. Well, I'm losing all of my voice, you notice? I'll have some more tea. You'll find them on US-1, just 20 minutes south of 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead's worth the drive no matter where you are because they're going to save you a crap load of money on brand-new Toyotas. Check out the great lease prices. They're unbeatable. An 04 Tacoma two-wheel drive, regular cab, you pay just 169 a month. An 04 Echo, just 179 a month. How about an 04 Celica GT, just 209 a month? And with every car bought at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you get a free sun pass. And don't forget, these guys were the first dealer in the area to offer you free tires and batteries for life. If you're looking for an SUV, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead have got a huge assortment of RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Sequoias, and Land Cruisers, too. General Manager David Fat Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Their service departments open weeknights until 8 p.m. late to make sure that all your work gets done. 
You'll find them conveniently located no matter where you are. US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 easy minutes south of 836. So if you're sick and tired, if you're up to your ears with those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, then forget about them. Call David Rich Armstrong's Toyota Homestead GM right now at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a crap load of cash on that great new Toyota. It's Friday, you bastard. Sometimes, if you have a problem, it helps to talk to people who have overcome the same problem. Hi, my name is Sally, and I'm still interested in J-Lo and Ben. That's why there's Benefer Anonymous, a support group for those tormented souls crippled by their addiction to the celebrity couple the rest of the world has finally stopped caring about. Every day, I wake up wondering, are they broken up? Is the wedding on or off? What is the answer? Does anyone know the answer to Sally's question? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's who gives a crap? At Benefer Anonymous, we know you're bombarded with temptation from media outlets hell-bent to fuel your unhealthy obsession. Today, I made a breakthrough. I learned that there's a war in Iraq and a prolonged economic slump. Very good, Sally. I'm not sure how these things will affect Jennifer and Ben. Intervention! Intervention, guys! Get over here! No matter the severity of your Benefer addiction, Benefer Anonymous can get you the help you so desperately need. All Benefer Anonymous Meetings are held in quiet private locations with no one else around. In movie theaters that are still showing Geely. Forget about them. 1232 at 560 WQM. Make myself a nice cup of tea here, herb tea. <sighs> Boy, is that good. Mm. Now, what is it about <coughs> about tea that makes you cough? Makes you cough? It just did. Well, Who's your all-time favorite South Florida TV personality, news, entertainment, whatever the hell they did? Jackie Johnson, 15. She is scintillating. That's sad. Makes me want to cry. When I think of all the people that have worked their ass off, ass being the operative word, which she doesn't have one, and right. really, you know, really done something worth talking about on there other than just show it standing there, you know? She's like the Vanna White of South Florida TV with bigger fake boobs. Skipper Chuck's Inc. 12. Your buddy Skipper Chuck's moving up. Don't eat at Tropical Lakers anymore, Skipper Chuck, to laugh at you. He, he likes it because they, when he goes in there, they already have the pollen and fizzing waiting for you on the table. Did you ever eat at Tropical Lakers? We had a um, don't party. Yeah. Who's we? We the station. IOD? We here. Here? Here. Oh, no. <laughs> at Tropical Acres? <laughs> I'm sure it was. Oh, my God. I think it was. Yeah. Pretty sure it Too was. Too bad Mo wasn't here then. He'd have fit right in. Skipper Chuck, 12. Ralph Redneck, 9. Bob Weaver, 9. Glad to see Bob doing well. We love you, Bob. We all get old, including me. Kelly Craig 8, we all get fat. Come on, Kelly, please. Couldn't we, like, have Kelly, like, you know, march around the newsroom or something while she's on the air? I can't, I'm, I, so, I'm so depressed now that you said that. You ever see a plush? What about so my good friend up there in Buffalo, who I can't think of right now, who's uh, Maria Gennaro? What about her? I don't know. You want to put her on there? Yeah. Okay. She's great. And I'll tell you one thing, Giselle Fernandez is a lot better looking than Jackie Johnson will ever be. I'm not even close. You wouldn't agree with that? I'm trying to remember what Giselle oh, looks like. Are you kidding me? Looked like. Come on. I can't picture All her. All they got to do is see some puss on here in the morning and, oh, Jackie, Jackie, you look so hot this morning. Right. 
Like the people that call, like the people that call that bag-eyed bitch on CNBC on a gambling channel. Maria Bartiromo. Maria Bartiromo. Say, say it right. Maria Bartiromo. Bartiromo. Oh, she's legendary now, that bitch. And like I always tell Ted, uh, Ted David every time he calls, even at Publix, I never see bags the size of the ones under that bitch's eyes. Who Maria am I putting on here? Bartiromo. You're putting on uh, Maria Gennaro with a G. G-E-N-N-A-R-O, I think. She's in Buffalo, but she was here a long time. She was great. Jackie Johnson, 16. Skipper Chuck, 13. Bob Weaver. Weaver the Weatherman, 11. Kelly Craig, 11. Ralph Redneck, 10. Giselle Fernandez, 6. Now you're making a move. Ann Bishop, 6. Dwight Fort Lauderdale, 5. David Bloom, 4. Ricky Ticky Sanchez, 4. Charlie Baxter, 3. And then above, uh, Hambrick's got 3. And Sally Gives Me Fitz has got 3. How do you like that? Coke bottles. 567 0560. Pound 560. I'm not sure. Was it Coke bottles or was it Pepsi? Or Dr. Pecker? It was uh, electrically powered device. I see. That's right. I remember that now. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, my man? I'm hanging in there. Good to hear you are back on the air. Uh, listen, uh, Giselle Fernandez, wow. Right. Great choice. And Jackie Johnson's nothing. Skank. But, um, Skank. Anyway, just wanted to say, glad you're back on the air. Couldn't stand George. Get rid of him. Thank okay. you. Okay, bye, bye. George. Bye. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. There's a guy. Did he add anything to the list? No. Nothing to say. I think that was the fudge packing guy. I, I know all of them now. I know every goddamn voice. The cab driver. So maybe that's who he is. Maybe he's a cab driver. That guy. Maybe that is. Maybe that's what that meant. I would love. I would just love. To have him in that chair that you're sitting in right now, tied with his hands, you know, rope. Just in the building. Just take, take, take a two-by-four and just uh -huh. and just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Just oh, keep sure. like. <laughs> I'll turn around a baton. Oh, God. Just in case. I should meet Gilbert. WQAM. Hola. WQAM, hello. Hey, hang on. Hang on. I'm hanging it. Hang on. I'm squeezing it right here. Let's go, Pally. Here I am. I'm dropping my phone here. Sorry. Turn the radio down. Okay. How you well, doing? You all ready now? Yes. You okay. know every voice? Go ahead. I'll wait. You'll wait for what? Nothing. Okay, we got uh, uh, got one for the list. Yeah. I can't believe you forgot him. Go ahead. And then I have a comment for you. Please, go ahead. Don't don't, don't give us so much foreplay. Let's go. I thought you liked a good uh, session of verbal intercourse. No. All right. I haven't had one yet. Not in this town. Go ahead. Okay, how about Big Funky Wilson? Big Wilson's good. You put him on a list? Sure. Okay. And I did some sampling yesterday when I was out driving around because you had some complaints. About what? That uh, Hoochie Coochie Radio is, you know, running them all off the dial because of the last sampling in Arbitron. Incredible. Yes. Es verdad, chico. Si. Mira. And? I, I believe... Did you say mierda? Oh, no. Well, Go not ahead. yet. Not yet. Go ahead. C-M-E-Q-F-A-M-E? Si. Yes. Estes 93.3. I'm sorry, uh, 92.3. Right. Uh, no, you said, you said 93.3. Yeah, see, I, I thought you, you said... You said 93 Trace. I caught you on that, man. You got me. Yeah. So which is it, 92? Damn. Yeah, it's 92.3. And what are they playing, crap? Well, it's a very interesting smattering. I mean, if you think... Yeah. If you thought that what they were trying to do to the old 103.5 after uh, Buddy Bud Paxson took it over was mm -hmm. abominable, this is it pretty was. close to it. Really? Then how, come, how come they got such a big number in there? Well, because there's some people that are still desperately trying to hang on to the disco. Era. I see. Sounds like a bunch of wired diaries to me. Well, I, I 
w- I wouldn't argue with that, but mm-hmm. I looked on my radio, and I've got one of those radios that has the um, the kind of programming that that you can expect on a particular frequency. Yes, Not sir. all of them do it. Like 99 Jams says 99 Jams. Y100 says Y100-7. Mm-hmm. This one says Classica. Ooh. Yes. Classica Musica. Classica Musica. And you know who our good friend is working over there as the and, production director? And, of course, you know when you punch up 560, it says sports. The no, music, it doesn't. The music director, our good friend. The, on QAM, it says because it's AM. Right. Freddy Cruz. Oh, my God, the quiet storm. The quiet storm with Freddy Cruz. Right, no yeah. wonder they're kicking ass. Hello, this is Freddy. Right. Yeah, no, Freddy's been over there for... Who is this? Uh, Boomer. You said you knew every voice. The Boomer? Yeah. Who the hell's the Boomer, George? This guy. He sent oh. us the uh, Larry King Wendy Gout tape. Oh, the Boomer. Ago. How you doing, Boomer? Yeah, right. You got a great memory. <laughs> I used to. Um, but I forgot what it was like. Well, but, listen, thanks for the good news, Boomer. Okay, and uh, when are you going back to T.O.? As soon as possible. It's a great place up there. I spent 30 summers up there. You can't beat it. What do you listen to when you're up there? You listen to Chum FM? You listen to uh, I don't, I don't, I've never turned on the radio once. Really? Not I, even CBLT I, for good talk? On I, I hate radio. Well, so do I. But I, I, listen, to, I, listen to, eh? I listen to Mojo, eh? Eh? Bill Waters. Have a great day, uh, Boomer. You too, Neil. See ya. That was yeah. Boomer Esiason. Wasn't that the Boomer? <laughs> Wrong Boomer. It was Joe Namath. Ah! <laughs> Joe's got a drinking problem. What a surprise. And he's all wrinkled up like a prune face. And he wants to give you a big kiss. I would play that drop in, but we don't have it here. Damn it. It's on the disc. I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to go through that effort. See, up in my DCS, I got all good stuff in there. Including stuff you'll never, it might even be in there. Including stuff you'll never dream of. I mean, it might be in there under what? I don't know, Joe Namath or something? <clears throat> under Joe, Joe, Joe and Bo Show. There's Joe Bowen, speaking of Toronto. How about Nemeth? Uh, I'm not, I don't, the audience doesn't want to hear this. It's not interesting. Although there is this. Joe, it's been a tough season for that's Jet a, yeah, fans. That's... What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. And struggling. I want to kiss yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Yeah. A huge compliment. Yeah, you know Joe Nemeth, part of the four-decade team. We'll see these guys at halftime. Excellent. <laughs> He's a drunk. He's an idiot. He's a jock. Put them all together. What do you got? Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Q-A-M. loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. Could the threat of a rain shower endanger your life? Dwight Fort Lauderdale, Channel 10 News. Slick roads and wet pants could be a formula for disaster. Christy Krueger has one of her eyes on how you can seek shelter from the gentle rain. And speaking of rain, sitting in for Don O, Channel 12 weatherman John Matthews brings you up to date on the severe drought that experts say has us in the throes of a death grip right here in South Florida. Oh, this is John Matthews. There's a puffy white cloud in the sky, but it should be gone by tomorrow when another day of sunshine comes your way. Woohoo! And later tonight, on a very special Magnum Force, Diane brings us another touching story about a poor Negro child who needs new sneakers. Brainless dribble to wring your hands by tonight on Channel 10 News. All right. It's a tough 46 at QAM. You know who we haven't, nobody's even mentioned me yet. And it's going to hurt his gigantic ego. I wanted to uh, give you the real thing here, Neil. Brian Lacrosse. Yeah. Isn't he from Waycross, Georgia? Want to put him on there? Put Brian Norcross on there, otherwise he'll be pissed off. He'll cut you off. 
Ed in Fort Lauderdale says, Chuck Dowdle, Channel 10 Sports. Don't remember Chuck Dowdle? He went to Atlanta. Real yeah. Yahoo guy. Chuck Dowdle. <laughs> he, he's perfect for Atlanta. He's a real Yahoo. Or Tampa. Now, here's one. Marty in Miami says, and I have no idea what this is. To us, South Liberty recreational fisherman, George Pavalanimo. <laughs> Is our favorite South Florida personality, six-time champion of Dolphin, Wahoo, and Kingfish. Is that Wahoo or Yahoo? And Kingfish. He's also got three instructional videos. We're not putting them on there. Do you have any idea who that is? No. Please. I mean, if we put Salty Saul, but he was on in Tampa. You remember Salty Saul? Fleischman? Just uh, from you mentioning. Yeah. Salty Saul. He's Am I putting somebody besides Brian Norcross on there? Chuck Dowdle. D-O-W-D-L-E. Dowdle. Got it? Good. Jackie Johnson's in first place. A lot of desperate guys out there who can't get it up. In fact, the guys who voted for her, probably if she showed up at the house, it would be like Philip, Philip Seymour Thomas. They'd probably sit down on the couch on the opposite end and say, I can't do this. You know what I mean? I can't do this. Who is your all-time favorite South Florida TV personality, news or entertainment, whatever? Jackie Johnson, 23. Donkey Puss. Phony boobs, no ass. Two out of three. Skipper Chuck Zink, 17. Phony teeth. Kelly Craig, 15. Bob Weaver, 12. Giselle Fernandez, 11. Ralph Redneck, 10. And Bishop, 8. A lot. And so did Dwight Lauderdale. He's right on her ass. She's got eight. Rectum. And he's got seven. Dwight's on Ann's ass again. Get him off of there. Take a goddamn crane to get him off. Rick Sanchez, seven. Rick Sanchez, seven, tied with Dwight Lauderdale. Ever seen him together? No. Same guy. David Bloom, six, rest in peace. He was good. Good man. Sally Fitz, four. Pam Giganti, four. Sally Fitz, four? Pam in the, at the same time, too. Wow. It is amazing. Why <laughs> <laughs> they had to call the paramedics. In fact, the Energizer Bunny had to like claw its way out. Kind of like a Richard Gere thing. Pam Giganti, four. John Hambrick, three. Glenn Rinker, three. Charlie Baxter, three. And everybody else has got two or less. Dave Dixon's only got two? Oh, God. I guess all of us people, they've all died. All the people really enjoyed Dave Dixon, those corny late night, those awful late night movies that used to rip an ass. Mm -hmm. Talk about how corny and awful and bad they were. As opposed to the bubbly, Big Wilson was a good guy, but he, he used to shill for his flicks, you know? Now, have you got a Big Wilson thing in there? Sure, Big Radio. I love it. We do? I haven't played that in a coon's age. You know, I, like I haven't played that since the last... Oh, no, what is that? That was bad. What just happened on there? Suck my dick. I haven't played that either. How's old Brian Cox doing, huh? Hey, Brian, are you happy? I hate WLD again. Suck my dick. Uh, but I'm happy. Asshole. What am I looking for? Big radio. Oh, big radio. Well, that's not us anymore. We used to be big. Now we're teeny tiny. Sports. Now we need to go see Alice to try to, ex- uh, as a ratings extender, make them bigger. I don't, I don't find that thing. How could you not? Big, what is it called? Big, big radio. Radio. Hello and welcome to Big Radio. Uh, this is Big, Big Wilson, and that's right. I'm no longer dead. You see, this used to be waxy, and now it's big. So they dug me up to do Big Radio. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome to Big Radio. And we're going to have some lovely, lovely tunes to play for you, such as this one, and maybe a few records, some light entertainment here and there. 
Coming up, we have the the very, very talented, the very, very famous Starland Vocal Band. Uh, I believe it's Afternoon Delight, one of my all-time favorites. I used to play it all the time on the on the great entertainer, the Big Wilson Show, followed by Bill Calder. At any rate, here we are uh, on Big Radio. Finally, I've made it to FM. And we're going to hear the Starland Vocal Band with their very, very lovely tune, Afternoon Delight. But first, let's... Let me tell you about a place called Pammy's Sexy Pretty Things. Oh, yes, they're very, very pretty, very, very sexy things. Very, very lovely. Which reminds me of this little tune. And it also comes to mind, you know, there, there's a wonderful restaurant called Steaks and Food. I love this place. I always love to go to Steaks and Food. All my friends were there, Chuck Sink and Joey Carr. Uh, and they have a very lovely menu there, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Uh, by the way, this is Big Radio. This is Big, and welcome to Big. Coming up, we have, once again, uh, let me remind you, we have the uh, very, very lovely Starland Vocal Band coming up. Any minute. Hello, Big. 12.52 at 5.60. He's a good guy. Fat, and now he's dead. Here's one that says, I was recently pulled by a government poll on the phone. The poll questions were such BS. Questions are designed to get the answer they'd be looking for. One question was, Iraq on weapons of mass destruction. Answer one, I believe President Bush, Iraq has weapons and Saddam is lying. Answer two, I believe Saddam Hussein, Iraq has no weapons and President Bush is lying. <laughs> there you go. Not that that was fixed or anything like right. that. No. No, it wasn't a rigged I don't believe any of these polls. Chris says, uh, especially ours, could you please play phone lines and feel better? I don't know what that means, phone lines. What is that? The... What, is, what does that mean? I don't know. Phone lines? Yeah, like by ELO? Telephone line? All right. Uh, what, what is, there is no such bit called phone lines. So, Chris, if you could be a little more specific, okay? Because we have no idea what that is. Because I'd love to play anything that will kill some good time. I'm not going to lie. Because I can barely speak. I feel fine. Almost. Look fine. Yeah, I look like me. But mm -hmm. I, I just have no voice. But you notice I'm not mumbling. I'm not quite as incoherent as those spots. I was just mumbling fast and like that. Jackie Johnson, 26. Well, it's better than... Yeah. Skipper Chuck, 19. I'll only do the double You go, digits. Chuck. Kelly Craig, 17. You go, girl. Bob Weaver, 14. You go, Bob. Giselle Fernandez, 12. Ralph Redneck, 11. And Dwight Lauderdale, 10. Although now Anne is on Dwight's ass. She's got nine. They reversed positions. You think she's checking out Dwight's? Rectum. Could be. She might have her nose in there checking it out. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I can just see Sandy Payton now driving that pickup truck out of town with Anne's body back in the back seat. Can't you see it? You know, I never saw Sandy Payton. I was never in the same place as her. She was oh. a lovely lady. Nor did I ever see a picture. Lovely lady. Real bitch. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How yes, are you sir. Today? I'm hanging in. I'm okay. Is this George? Is this George or no, this is not George. George doesn't speak this language. Okay. I have two for your poll. Well, well, one would be good. One would be Angela Ray. Angela Ray is your all-time favorite? I loved her, especially when she came back, because I guess she left for a while, and now she's back. Yeah, she went to New York for a few minutes. About 30, man. Yeah. Okay, and Angela, the other one, we'll put her on there. And the other one is my all-time favorite. Yes, sir. That's uh, Kitty Carlisle. Kitty Carlisle was on the air here? 
Another asshole calling. Another guy trying trying to be funny. Is he funny? No. Is he interesting? No. Did he amuse you? No. No. You're just an asshole, man. See anybody that would vote for Angela Ray first and Kitty Carlisle? No, no. Click. You know that was clever. It was, it was so pathetic. I'd rather hear the guy that goes Chamba. I'd rather hear him. And we will. Oh yeah. Well, we already, he's already got two today. We'll give him one more. WQAM. Hello. Yeah. What about Nancy O'Dell? Who's that? Nancy O'Dell. Yeah, I never heard of her. I know Ed. I know Ed O'Dell. Famous tonight, or uh, she's on that uh, night daytime show. Is she a South Florida person? Yeah, she was down at NBC6. All right, well, don't get angry about it. Okay. We'll, we'll put Thanks. it on there. Thank you. Oops. Nancy O'Dell and put on Ed O'Dell. He won't get any votes. He's a good guy, though. Ed O'Dell, dark-complected guy. You know Ed O'Dell? No. Yes, you do. He's a news reporter on four or six or one of them. I don't care. Yes, you are. do. You know who that is. If you saw him, you know Ed, who they is. don't have a big rack. I don't remember their name. Hey, well, he does. Five six seven oh five. I heard Joe Rose talking about his teats yesterday. That was great. He's always talking about his breasts. His gynomastia. He was. Yeah. Now, you know who else had big breasts and died of a... I'm trying to tell Joe to get in shape again. Rod Roddy. Right. He died of breast cancer. That's right. It can happen. It and, can happen to you. And Bob Barker's still on. Well, that's scary. Well, what I saw, uh, what day was it? Wednesday. On The Price is Right. Made me want to cry. Because I, I, I was like, on this morning. I love the show. Yeah. But he has, he's just... Like like I said before, lost it. Time to go, Bob. Oh God, Bob, go out, go out with a you know a stream of glory. Don't go out like some doddering fool. I can't remember what the hell game it is. On Tuesday, he tried to push the goddamn mountain climber over the damn uh, the edge of the machine. He did. <laughs> he was pissed off. Oh, now who could that be on the bat line? QAM bat line. Hey, bat line, it's me, your good friend Sus calling. Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing, man? What a shock. Somebody we actually enjoy talking to. That's not supposed to be that way. I understand. I bet you do. Jeez. Everything under control. How's Skipper Chuck doing? <laughs> what are you laughing about? You guys loved him. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I remember that day, too. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Oh, man. You really sound strange today. I, I turned it <laughs> well, off. I, I, I just I got a cold, and I can't speak. You've had that. Well, let me look. You probably, yeah, caught, it, you probably caught it from Rick. You know, I haven't talked to him, yes. and I, I, I don't even know where what he's doing. Uh, I don't know where he is. Who's that, Rick Riley? Yeah. Oh, well. Who the hey, hell here's is one him? for the poll. We never liked him anyway. We liked you. We Gincy hated, we hated James. him. Who? Gincy James. Don't you remember her from the old oh, WPID? Oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Boy, you're, you better get yourself a hobby. <laughs> Fill up your room. Gincy oh, James. J yes, I do. You and I are the only people in town who know who that is. J-I-N-T-S-Y, Jincy James. Yeah. And how about how about the guy who used to do the uh, dog racing show with the false teeth who died? Oh, jeez. The guy that Larry King gave the money to go back on TV? He used to do the show with Jika. Oh. You know who I'm talking about. I do, but I can't remember the name. <laughs> this is the only guy that ever did a TV show with no teeth in his mouth. <laughs> you, and it's serious. It's the truth. <laughs> Somebody will know who that is. I know. You know, and I was... Uh... I was glad to hear you mention here a couple of days ago about the audio on Channel 7 yeah. on cable. Right. Just <laughs> yeah, it's been that way for fine months. Too. But if you if you watch it on the uh, on DirecTV, it's right. fine. So, on satellite, so it's, it's no not problem. Channel 7, it's the uh, cable. It's that crap cable we got, Comcast. Boy. They should dr die. Yeah. <laughs> well, take care of yourself, Sudzo. I'm doing it right now. Please, and I bet okay. you are. 
I'll see you later. And don't work too hard. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's great. Yeah, see, we finally, after all these years, you finally admitted that you hated Rick like poison. I, you know. Why? Because now Sud says it's okay. He hasn't talked to me. It doesn't to... matter. Yeah, it does. I don't hate Rick. Yeah, you do. I don't. Don't like him at all. Don't. He's a redneck. Yes. Hard ass. Sure. Dickhead. Okay. Can be. We got to do the break. Now, am I doing the spot here or not? I no. better not. I better no, not. No, just because... play a sound. Because I can't speak. Hi. 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 Hello. This is Sports Radio 560. Just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. This is our philosophy. This is our philosophy. And I'm sure you will agree. People are funnier than anybody. Big Brian Norcross's claim to fame was hanging in the closet when Andrew came. But when we get a soft summer breeze, he gets so hyperventilated like that sex with sleeves. This is our philosophy. This is our philosophy. And I'm sure squirt, squirt. you will agree. People are funnier than anybody. Now, what was that about Brian was in a closet and Andrew came? Squirt, squirt. Now, do you remember what Carlos said to Connie in that scene in The Godfather? When he was whipping her with that belt. Clean yeah. it up. Clean it up, you gu- guinea bastard. Guinea something like bitch. Something. That's what Andrew said to Brian in the closet. Neil Goddard it says, how about Miss Horkheimer? Oh, Jack, speaking of ladies, Jack Horkheimer, she was just of on course. CNN this morning. And, of course, they're in contact with a rover on the moon on the uh, Mars again. We should be mentioning that. Good. Isn't that great? Don't you feel better? Much. They're talking to it. Hey, rover. Uh, Aaron Hialeah says, tell George to roll one for me. Roll one for Aaron Hialeah, okay? I, uh... Use pipes. He's at the uh, J.C. Penney's in Westland right now. Cinnamon Stouffer. Oh, boy, some of these names go way back. Remember her? Cinnamon Stouffer, sure. A real silly person on Channel 7. Of course, that's redundant. Nobody's voted for Spilky's Nuray, thank God. Cinnamon Stouffer from WSVN. Right. Excellent. Getting a good list of... Uh, how come nobody's mentioned Don... No. Huh? Put him on there. I don't... Oh, no. come on. Some people vote for Don. No. He's a good guy. Good weather guy. He knows what he's talking about some of the time. I'll tell you one weather guy that nobody's mentioned, so girl, or uh, guy, nobody's mentioned yet. I know. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> oh, come on. you got to narrow it down. No. Come on. Miss Kamal. That's who I was going to th- uh, think the first time, but then right. you played that. Well, she's got a little bit of a <laughs> problem. Who every now and then. doesn't on TV in this town? Oh, come on. You know who else we haven't put on there? Speaking of weather people, our good friend, who occasionally, uh, <laughs> Bob Soper. Don't you want to put old Bob Soper on there? He's a good guy. Absolutely. He likes we us. Love there are too many people like us, but he likes us. Gary Nelson we on Channel like 4 likes us. Although we're not going to put you on there, Gary. You won't get any votes, but he's a good guy. 5670560. Pound 560. Let me do the promo again, because I think it's so amusing. Join George tomorrow, 11 in the morning to 1 o'clock. All you real died in a moment. We want to see if we still have anybody listening out there. No. Oh, they're out there. They're just not down there. And where and where does everybody go on Friday? As you, far away as they can. No, seriously. And of course, now that the kids were out of school, I bet we yeah. have another a lot more uh, three day people. Maybe they went to the beach. But at this, no, I'm, I'm not. I mean, out of town, they go away. Like to Orlando, Yeehaw I guess. Junction. Orlando, Okahunka, Stewart Pike Plaza, um, Melbourne, Dunedin. They're Dunedin. 
Eleven to one. You could be eating at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings, Northwest Thirty Sixth Street, just if you get there early. Twenty Seventh Avenue, Miami. Get there early because the sandwich guy only has so many sandwiches, and the uh, spicks there. I mean, the guys that work there will eat them all up. Stop by to win prizes, enjoy free food from Atlantic City subs. Ira's a great guy. We love you, Ira. You know how I'm not eating them fat-filled sandwiches anymore? Look for the QM van tonight from six to eight p.m. at the Durrell Ale House. Stop by for Presidente beer specials and win some free crap. From Miguel and your favorite station used to be QAM. Remember those days? Yeah. Oh, a long time ago. When we used to be good. Jackie Johnson. Now, they're only doing that <clears throat> to piss me off. And, and see, they don't understand. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. They can vote for whomever they like. But she's I'm not a, down with that. <clears throat> 38 votes. You're not she's down not the on best. it? Best. Not even. She ain't in the top uh-uh. 400. Uh-uh. How many sheets would we have to go through to put her name on it? About 30, man. But she's got 38. Skipper no, Chuck, 25. Yeah, about 45. The one on the right is about a 32, though. <laughs> no, she's got two fake boobs, and they're not even the same size. No, they're not. I mean, one one is a, uh, a Mariah Carey model, and the other one is more like a Vanna White one. It's a white one, and the other one's kind of like more puce. Jackie Johnson, 38, with a skinny ass. You know what it reminds me of? It's like when the Paris Hilton video. I remember the day the guy called, and he didn't really want to talk to me because he knew I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Paris Hilton video. Have you seen it yet, George? Remember that yeah. day? Yeah. Now, why would it? It reminds me of Ron Jeremy. Why would I want to see him without clothes on? I don't want to see him with his clothes on. And the right. same with her. Oh, I'd rather see Paris, but she's still. a. Oh. Than Ron Jeremy? Than anybody. Than Ron Jeremy. But I'm just saying she's a skanky bitch. She's a skanky, skinny, nobody bitch. And the only bitch, reason yeah. they get excited about seeing that is because they can. Right. Because it's there. And it's Paris. Right. She's a billionaireess. Who gives a crap? She, she is was a runway skanky. Now, there's she a horse face. nasty. There's an ugly horse face. Right. Exactly. No argument there. In fact, I would say Jackie Johnson's got a bigger body. Better, better, bigger. Yeah, than bigger. She does. Thank you much. Better, better. 39 for Jackie Johnson. They want to hop on it. Skipper Chuck, 27. They'd like, to, they'd like to dine at Tropical Acres with Chuck. We live the old days. Come on now. See, that's all you know from is the Tropical Acres and that cemetery spot, village. the Cemetery Village spot. See, we don't remember him that way. How about Joey Carr? Who? Dining and dancing. Oh, oh, that guy. <laughs> I think he died yet. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Dining only hope. and dancing. Oh, that was bad. And as, as much of a bozo as he is on the air, he's, he's the same. <laughs> That's him. And his brother, uh, Steve Shapiro, whatever his name is. Joey Carr, and here's my brother, Steve Shapiro. Well, how come you guys don't have the same last name, Shut Joey? Up. Oh, I see. Oi! We had two different mothers. Right. Your mama. <laughs> Eat two mama. And follow oh, Now, wait a minute. Phone lines, maybe Eric could add the bits if he ever stops eating, it says here. I, don't, I never heard of that. Is it X-rated? I sure hope not. Oh, this? What is this? Good God. What is it? It's ancient is what it is. Is it Mitch Lewis? Sure. Oh. Rectum. Well, our phone lines ringing off the wall, yeah, our phone lines. I wonder who's gonna call on. All the time On the daylight Spastic morons who have no life yes. On the power line Power! People who just want to waste our time On the Boca line Let's try it one more time North Miami 
Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. What kind of calls are you getting now? The they're worst. The absolute worst. The pits. I know. They don't even know what the hell they're talking Just about. Just like this call, yeah. So what can we do for you today, sir? Just wanted to tell you to have a nice day and keep having a good show. Okay. Bye-bye now. Have a great life, pal. Yeah, thank you. And don't ever call this show again. Mung brain morons who beat their wives on the dayline. Drooling perverts without a dime on the Broward line. Why do we waste our time with the vocal line? I might lose my mind on our phone lines. Ringing off the wall, yeah, our phone lines. I wonder who's gonna call our phone lines. It's probably another asshole on our phone lines. I'm sure that it won't be the last one. Absolutely. There you go. You asked for it, you got it. Killed some good time. Uh, Wendy Corona says she's amazing. Who is that? Never heard of her. Wendy Corona, Big Nips, says. Well, then. Uh, doesn't say big teeth, just big nips. Probably teeny tiny teats and huge nips. She's all nip. Oh, speaking of nipping in the bud, the latest track and pull, you're going to be upset. The CNN track and pull, New Hampshire. I, I wrote it down. I don't have it exactly here. It was like Harry 32 and Dean 22%. And the Boston Globe poll, carry 34%, Dean 19. It's enough to make oh, you, well. It's enough to make you scream. <laughs> Twelve minutes after uh, one. I, I'm trying to tell you just the way it is. He's, dis- he's self-destructed. He's got nobody oh, well. to blame but himself. He just, uh, he, he had it going. Alas. He is? He's got a lot of warts, he said. I'll tell you a place that may have a pimple or two here and there, Pizza Loft. There's probably been a pimple in two in there, huh? On Jeff, the sound you hear in the back in the shower, those are just pimples, zits, flying off. But, man, it won't get on your food. I'll tell you one thing. The food there is delicious. It's fresh. It's cooked to order. They have every kind of pasta dish ever invented. They got fantastic veal, the best in the city. Try it, Jeff. And they got three different kinds of award-winning pizza, too. Every Monday night at the Pizza Loft is lasagna night. Every Tuesday, eggplant night. Buy one of these dinners on these nights. Get the second one for just 5 bucks. Wednesday, kids eat free with adults. They can see Jeff's famous magician whip it out for them. Thursday is bike night at the loft, too. Come on a motorcycle, buy one dinner, get the second for half price. They got it all. They got seafood, calzone, super subs at the pizza loft. And the prices are so low, you can take the whole gang there over and over again and eat for nearly rumor-like prices. Call them for takeout, delivery. In other words, almost for free. Call 954-916-8880. What is that you're eating? Guacamole Doritos. Oh, what a spick. Nine five, that's... See, not Mo, bad. Mo is right about you. Guacamole love and spit. Absolutely. Call nine five four or is it guava love and spit? Guava love and spit. I hate guacamole. It's like it's like green mush. It tastes nothing and like guacamole. And, <laughs> and the good news is you won't find any guacamole at the loft. Nine five four nine one six eighty eight eighty for takeout delivery, whatever. And of course, uh, you'll find them in the Pizza Loft Plaza, University Drive between Griffin and five ninety five, right beyond Pier One Imports with a Schmidt load of parking, absolutely free. Pizza Loft, you can't beat it with a stick. Say hi to the Rimmers when you're eating at the Pizza Loft. My, My and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty. 
people, so I might as well have one with you, too. You've seen him on Channel 7 News. First, as a two-bit reporter. Now, as a two-bit anchor that wears more makeup than Tammy Faye Baker and Mary Kay combined, Rick Sanchez sings. Hear the dulcet tones of the man who brought you Crime Check, Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez sings. Don't miss Rick Sanchez in his pasty face tour over Hialeah. It's one show you won't want to miss steak for a good one. Rick Sanchez, he loves his audience. I accept you as a precious gift from God. 117 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. It's been nice being with you. See you. I'll uh, make it. I'll survive. It's the hot tea, the great lime, Diet Coke. Thanks again, Katrina. She's great. She brought me Diet Cherry uh, Coke today. Very nice. And it tastes very good. It is nice. In fact, I hate regular Coke. I like Pepsi yeah. a time. What? Yeah, regular Coke. But these new oh, flavored, flavored right. not the vanilla one, though. Vanilla one blows. Too sweet. Not just too sweet, but it's kind of like a funky taste. Right. It's kind of like, right. uh, like a rat died in it. I haven't had the lime yet. Oh. Well, I'll leave you the rest of this bottle. I eat. You'll be pleased to know I did not take it with you on the I plane. No. I didn't <laughs> drink out of the uh, nipple yet. Although I'm, starting to, I'm thinking suckle. I might start doing it. Looks like a lot of people in this audience would like to start uh, sucking on a nipple. A or, big one. Or maybe Jackie's Johnson. I bet you didn't know she had one. She's got 45 votes. Skipper Chuck, 33. Come on, Chuck. Kelly Craig, 19. Bob Weaver, 17. Are, are we slighting anybody on here? Because I would feel bad if I did that. Slighting? I'm sure we are. Television personality, mm -hmm. entertainment, news, sports, right. weather, all of these things. Ah. Uh. How about Jimmy Syphilis? Well, I wasn't going to bring him up. How about Joe Rose? How about Maribel Rodriguez? Mad Dog? Humper? No, they're not. No, this should be for people who are just TV people, okay? We don't want to put no radio people on here, do we? She's no, on TV. No. Who? Maribel. No, no, I was saying all those other ones that I was mentioning. Oh, those. Uh, don't start looking for the Maribel thing, okay? I know where the hell it is. Ay, Dios mío, esos carros. Yeah, whatever you say. Some you know, the, her English is much better now. Thank God. Some of the spots we're playing, I, sh I don't want to, you know. I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, what? With that heavy. Uh, we got all kinds of problems. <laughs> If it ain't really? one thing, it's another. Well, at least uh, my being here, we got rid of those awful promos before they were able to, you know, create a lot of disturbance. And again, it's because Clarence he means well. It's just that he's an idiot. That's the problem. No, no, but I'd rather have somebody who's an idiot but means well as opposed to somebody who's mean spirited. Absolutely. And doesn't mean well. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Who thinks that they're very smart but are vicious? Absolutely. Backstabbing. Absolutely. Hateful. Absolutely. Obnoxious. Absolutely. Disgusting. You know who really deserves a, and I, I, I'm sure I'll never see her or meet her, his wife. Can you imagine? You know how many years they've, I been, can't, how no. many years they've been married? About 30, man. He told me that the other day when we had our very brief truce. Mm -hmm. 
He said the only thing he cares about is that lovely lady he goes home to every day. And I said, well, what about Aww. your wife? <laughs> no, no, that, no, he was talking about his wife. For 30 years now. She, and can you imagine? It's, it's like my mother. How could anybody put up with her for 40 years? Uh, how could anybody tolerate it? And she just, if she can't get to you the first time, mm, she'll repeat right. it. She'll keep zetsin and zetsin <laughs> and zetsin right. until you finally, ah, you just, you, just, you know. <laughs> no, until you just can't handle it no more, until you want to scream. Ah! You know how it worked with my mother. Yeah. The bastards had it coming. Both of them. What does that mean? Both her husbands were pricks. Oh, I see. Yeah. They had it coming. They must right. have been bastards no, I, in the I previous can't, life. I can't imagine. I mean, 40 minutes with my mother is, is fine. You Your dad didn't okay. have it coming? No, I think it was a good match. Right. WQM Line 9. Neil, you forgot Mr. Al Sunshine with his ham hocks. Al Sunshine. Shame on you. Okay, thank you so much. Shame on me. You're right. Al Sunshine. Tummy piece of crap. I can't stand him. I mean, the ham hocks is bad enough, but just he's so full of crap. And I'll never forgive him for that day. You remember the day. I sat I right do. here. And we had the, the 8 millionth phony hurricane threat. Right, and Mayor Pinga Pequena was going, oh, everybody's got to shut down. And, of course, the thing was already gone by here. And so he takes his cameras up there in Fort Lauderdale, and they had some, what restaurant was it? It was something, uh, I don't know, on Los Olas. Right. And they opened up because Mangos, the, I think. the thing was already gone. Right. It was already gone by. There was no threat to Dater Brown anymore. And shame on you, and the mayor said this, and you opened up. and they, you know, Screw you, Al Sunshine. You're an asshole, man. Can't stand you. He's one more reason not. To watch Channel 4. Although he is the only one there whose last name is not Rodriguez. WQAM. <laughs> QAM. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil Rogers knows all this about music. Does it, who made, who sang the song Red Wine? Red Wine. Red, Red Wine. Yes. Jerry Vale. Who is it? I don't know. Red, Red Wine. Neil yes. Diamond. Poopy Campo. Poopy Compost. <laughs> Put your teeth back in here. That was Skipper Chuck. No. That, no, yeah, it was. That was Skipper Stop Chuck. Knocking it my was. good friend. I Chuck. love Skipper Chuck. He's a great guy. But that was him. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Wasn't that UB40 that sang right there one? Yes, it was. It was. If that's what he was but talking about. Now he's talking it. about a much older. Believe me, this guy don't know UB from uh, Weeby. Do you have Carmel Cafero on your list? Excellent choice. Okay, that's my choice. Muchas gracias. Bye. I'll Carmel Cafero, I believe it's C-A-F-F-E-I-R-O, I believe. I don't know. There have been so many. I'm spelling all these phonetically. Yeah, we don't care about the spelling. We're not going to do a spell check. I spelled it like charro. Cafarro. Red, red wine. UB40, that guy. UB. That guy, you know, kidding. You know what he's got? He's got WD40. Rectum. Yeah, the guy that called before, the old cocker. What are you, what are you playing now? Red, red wine? No, it's just some... Uh, Doesn't sound like it. Music from the original motion picture soundtrack. Uh, Alice Forever. It, it, UB40 is the only... That can't be. That couldn't have been the original recording of Red, Red Wine. Maybe it, it's... Red Wine is what he was talking about. Is there just a red wine? No. But there is... There's that one, though. Just in case. Don't forget, there was also a UB Illin. Don't forget about them. Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, am I going to be glad when it gets to be two o'clock? Not that I'm, you know, not really delighted to be here, but 
There's nothing worse than trying to do a talk show with a horse <laughs> voice. <laughs> 46 votes for, oh, speaking or of horse face, face, Jackie Johnson is in first place. Old donkey puss, 46. You have the donkey puss? Yes. You ever see it? I'm trying to. Some, my application some, people, some people get confused with an ass. Jackie Johnson, 46. Skipper Chuck, 34. Kelly Craig, 20. I'm, I'm leaving it there. I have much more I could say, but I won't. Bob Weaver, 19. Giselle Fernandez, 16. I'm doing the double digits only. Uh, did I say Ralph Redneck, 12? Dwight Lauderdale, 12. Ricky Tiki Sanchez, 11. After we played that bit, they love your singing. They hate you on the ear. They hate you personally, Rick, even more than uh, they hate what's his name. What's his name? Greg Budell. Oh. And uh, David Bloom and Ann Bishop, 10 apiece. Both rest in peace. I think Ann deserves to have her ass left alone now, Dwight. She's been dead for many years. She's not even not even lukewarm anymore, you know? If you stuck one of those turkey thermometers in her ass, <laughs> it, it wouldn't even register. She buried her face she's down. She's been dead that long. Well, they buried her face down for Dwight. And for the rest of us, too, because we don't want to see that puss no more. Old Butch Ann. At least we can park our bike there. There's another one that had no sense of humor. Boy, the things I used to say about her on here. And I and don't forget, she used to have the signs up on the bulletin board there at Channel 10. Anyone who wa watches the Neil Rogers or listens to Neil Rogers will be fired. Right. She hated and, and, and you. That, that is a true story, that militant bitchy dyke, and now she's dead. God. 26 past 1 at 5, at 560 ah! QAM. Had a great time at Pompano Park last night, and you will, too. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike. Pompano Park is easy to get to, and best of all, they give you free admission and free general parking every single day. How's General Matt Tarther doing? He's still on the outside. Coming. Hit him again. Yes. boy. Old Dick McCumber, Jr. I'll tell you one thing. There was a guy that could drive one. Dick McCumber, Sr. Man, you were the best, Dick. You were great. Good man. Live harness racing in the poker room at Pompano Park open every Monday. Now, listen, Rich. Every Monday, Wednesday, not Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's pretty simple. In other words, every day except Sunday and Tuesday. Poker starts at noon to midnight, and live racing gets underway 7.05 p.m., like tonight. Every Monday night, there's a two-for-25-dollar dinner special at the Top of the Park restaurant. Every Wednesday night, it's dollar night for draft beers, sodas, hot dogs, and more. Every Thursday's ladies' night with two-for-one drink specials. Also, every night on the fourth floor player's room, there's a 7.95 plated dinner special. And coming up this Monday, listen carefully now, Monday, February 2 is the next free spaghetti dinner night. You don't want to miss that at Pompano Park. Oh! It's going uh, to be chilling oh! and thrilling. Oh! And then on Friday, February 6th, which is a week from uh, two weeks from tonight. What's the date today? 20, yeah, two weeks from tonight. Pompano Park celebrates their 40th anniversary with a special night featuring live music, giveaways, free prize drawings, a family fun night, antique car display, and tons of, lot, uh, of other things going on. You know who's going to be emceeing? I give up. My good friend Rick Shaw. And he promises to wash the cap before he shows up. Pompano Park for simulcasting is also open every day, seven days and nights a week, with the best in harness, thoroughbred highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and plunge your guts on. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the new racing schedule, go online at pompanopark.com or call them 954-972-2000. Don't forget, live racing tonight at Pompano Park, 7.05 p.m. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. Ground 
Exactly. It's 134. I think I'm getting a little bit of voice, but just enough for 25 more minutes. Oh, oh. I was wrong. <clears throat> now, guess who's on right now doing a report on Rush Limbaugh, Rush Drug Limbaugh? Bring effect. Oh, damn it. In effect, someone is going to be left doing it all verbally. Um, Susan Candiotti. Why isn't she on our list? I love Susan. Oh, She's oh, great. She's on CNN right. now. She's been on CNN a long time. We love Susan Candiotti. She's a sweetheart. Yes. Remember the time that uh, yes. Steve Nichol brought her in? Yes. For that stupid fat yes. report? That was embarrassing. I'm sorry, Susan. He's an idiot, Steve Nick. I hope you're listening on the Internet, Steve, in the bar. <laughs> Where the hell you're hanging out? Jim Brosmer on WTVJ. You don't remember Jim Brosmer? Yes. Oh, Duff, Duff didn't remember Jim Brosmer. He was on there a long time. He was very good. Is it Candiotti with a T or a D on the end? T-T-I. T-T. She's got T-T. Uh, Jim Brosmer, he left town. I don't remember what happened to him. And they came back on Channel 10 and just <laughs> bombed. It didn't make no impact. See, there's a difference between people, you know, we liked, and I thought he was a good anchor, Jim. But he just wasn't a big factor in the market. Uh, I don't know why, because it's, it's a tough town. Not too many people really make, like, a big impact here, unless they got big teats. Right. Big or, nipples. Um, big nips. Or big ass, like Maris Greasy ass. 49 for Jackie Johnson. Wow. That is. Don't blame me. I'm not blaming anybody. If they like Jackie, they can have her Johnson. She's got one. Skipper Chuck Zink, he used to have one. He's got 36. Kelly Craig, 22. God only knows what Kelly's got. Bob Creeps. Weaver, 20. I love Bob Weaver, one of my favorite people. Love you, Bob. I keep saying that. Not too much, though. Giselle Fernandez, 18. Dwight Lauderdale. Uh oh, do you see this? What? A family friend that called into CNN oh, no. let us know about this. You'll remember his oh, kids' TV fault. show that talked a lot about literature and science and oh. music. Oh, well, she's not going to That's for sure. Fault. All right, we're going to you take put an evil hex on Captain Kangaroo, boy. He died. Let's do that. Bob Keeshan just died. Captain Kangaroo. It's a sad day. Oh, well. Call up Mr. Green Jeans. We had Suds on before. He's dead. 
Well, call him up anyway. Tell him to get ready. Mr. Moose, dead. Yeah. Funny Rabbit, dead. Long time. He died? Yeah. Magic Drawing Board? He died? Right after the show. Yeah. Pinky Lee? He died. Francis Horowitz? He died. Ding Dong School? He died. Oh, she died. I don't want to play that one. Captain Kangaroo is dead. George put an evil hex on him. I bet you he died right after, you said right after I said it. Yeah. Right after you mentioned his name. Fell right over. Well, don't ever mention my name again, please. Oops. What was that? The wrong thing. Oh, it sounded pretty good, though. Sounded like... That's what I meant to play. Like telephone lines. Neil Rogers. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What else just in? Look at this. Attempt. So the defense had those medical records and was referring to them. So today, an attorney for the hospital went before the judge and said, "Judge, we want those records." Well, what is that story about? I, I don't know. If you want to read the whole Rush Limbaugh story, if you didn't see the newspapers this morning, it's on our website. Russian is Rush said this, and the Red Black said that. The prosecutor said this. Ten felony counts. Plea bargain, et cetera, et cetera. I'd read a lot more of it, but I can't speak. WQAM. QAM? Yes, sir. Hey, is it Neil? Yes, it is. Neil, you are the overlord. Man. I am. I'm loading it. Hey, listen. How, yeah. about, uh, how about Big Wilson? Didn't we put him on there? He's on there, man. Oh, no way, dude. Yeah, he's on there. Hey, I... He's, uh, he's, he's tinkling on it right now. He's tinkling hey, on them big ivories in the sky. Hey, they're ice cubes right now. Hello, Big. Hello, Big. Have a great Later, day, pal. Get out of here. Hello, Big. Great guy. Well, I didn't know him. I did. I had dinner with him one time. He kept pulling. He looked me. great. He kept reaching across the table and yanking my food away. No, he didn't do that. I'm trying to think of who did do that. Rimmer. No. No, he, not even him. No, there was somebody. I can't remember who it was uh, long ago. Your mom. No, somebody uh, personality type. And he would like, oh, can I try some of that? And he would like reach across and take a little bit of something off everybody's plate. I hate that. Oh, my God. I thought that, even I wouldn't do that. I'm about as tacky as it gets, but that is so freaking grotesque. Oh, can I have a little of that? Let me see how that is. And I, what I should have done was got up and like bent over and went, hey, how do you like that? You my mom would always do that. You can have some that. more of that. Would she really? I'd oh, yeah. I'd have punched her right in the head. wouldn't order any, well, yeah. I'd have punched her right in the head real hard. Stab her in the hand with a fork. Yeah. In fact, get a hold of that guy from the movies up there in Broward. Hey, there you go. I can barely see. I, I, still, take my mom to the I still can't get over that. The fact that the daughter is rationalizing and they turned down the uh, the plea agreement. I, I, I just can't believe it. It was murder is what it was. It was the theater's fault for not having adequate old people security. I see. That's he, what punched the, he punched this guy in the head. Right. He fell down, went into a coma, and he died. Kind of like that Rick Sanchez thing. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes. Beyond now? It sounds just like you. Sounds just like you too. Okay, hey, good. Uh, I hope not. Got, got two of them. One's pretty obscure, but one is, uh, I can't believe she's not even on there. Okay. Uh, Connie, Connie Chung. Connie Chung was here? Of course. I didn't know that. Yeah. When was that? And, uh, a long time How ago. How many years ago was that? About 30, man. Okay. About 30, man. Uh, and there was another guy that was brought in to go against Skipper Chuck's show back in the early 60s. It was called Banjo Billy's Fun Boat. I don't know if you remember that or not. No. But Banjo Billy. Okay. I don't even know. That, that's him. We got it. Thanks, Pally. All 
guy, buddy. Take care. Which of those are we putting on there? Banjo Billy and Connie Chung. 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 I don't know if she was here. Hey, listen, if he says she was here, she must have been here. Maybe for Why a would he lie? Cup of coffee. No, he was. Uh, he knew his crap. You could tell. Jackie Johnson, nobody's going to touch her. <laughs> 51 for Jackie. Skipper Chuck, 37. I don't know why you're so... I mean, he's got to have a sense of humor. Of course he does. What's wrong with being old and decrepit? Uh, everything. And putting your teeth in a glass at Tropical Lakers. Everything? Yeah, but when you're 35... The limo down, you're driving too fast. It's just a roach and I'm down to my last. But I'm spreading out and getting mellow. do 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 talking a doobie. Oh, with all those sirens around, it's hard to sleep. Are those for shopping the cops after me? What could they want? From this old kitty, I'm just sitting here, hoping it to be. from the vehicle. You know who I am? I'm a godfather. You are aware of everything. Take a minute the shower. And take off the headgear and the atzitzes too, please. Poor our... Well, while you're writing these down, while you're typing these out, Captain Kangaroo dead at 86. Oh, 76. 76. It's enough to make you scream. Can you show you how many years this show ran? About 30, man. Right. Right on the number. Bob Keishan noted generations of children as TV personality Captain Kangaroo has died at 76 only moments before his name was mentioned in vain by talk show producer George Rodriguez at WQM in Miami. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it right off MSNBC. <laughs> the Captain Kangaroo show began its 30-year run About 30, man. in 1955. You put the hex on him. You're a killer. I do it all the time. Il Anticristo. Characters included the captain himself and pals Mr. Green Jeans, Mr. Moose, and Bunny Rabbit. A favorite sketch involved Mr. Mr. Uh, what, there's some word missing here. Dropping ping pong balls moose. on the captain's head. Well, yes. they, they left, out, moose. He would they do left that. out the moose. In Moe's hair. Moose would drop balls on the captain's head. According to the Internet Movie Database, Captain Kangaroo won six Emmys and three Peabody Awards. Remember Mr. Peabody? That's right. I like Different that show better. I know. By before portraying, oh, I didn't know that. Hmm? Before portraying the captain, Keishan was the first actor to play sidekick Clarabelle the Clown on the Howdy Doody show. I guess I did know that, but I forgot. That's important stuff. He was uh, Cl Clarabelle. See, he used to have his little, uh, he used to squeeze it. Keishan was author of numerous books, including Growing Up Happy, Captain Kangaroo Tells Yesterday's Children How to Nurture Their Own, and Good Morning Captain, 50 Wonderful Years When Bob Keishan, uh, something. TV's Captain Kangaroo. He also wrote a series of books about a character called Itty Bitty Titty, a kitty. Watch that. Itty Bitty Titty. That's what he wrote. It was about Jackie Johnson. You ought to see her real ones. Oh, I'm serious. She keeps them in a jar. <laughs> well, send them all you desperate guys out there, okay? All you limp guys. Now, here's one from Mark. Oh, this this is just amazing. You're going to cramp. Uh, he's got some old names. Walt Cronice, oh, old yeah. Channel 10 weatherman, right? You better get get your uh, typing fingers ready. He's got 100 names. Um, Lori the Buzz Hibbard. Oh. 
Remember that? We got drops. She was our neighbor. What are they What are they under? Uh, Remember, it is all for a very good cause. So even if you absolutely hate Neil Rogers' cause, pick up the CD anyway. What's the worst that could happen? And that is the best. Yeah, hey, what's what? the hate? Yeah, what a big endorsement. Like, Grandma, I'm so sure. And then, of course, there was always... Swallow? Yeah, she did. Let's see, who else? Um, Peter Ford. Bob Mayer. How can we leave my good buddy Bob Mayer off of there? Hey, get off the phone books, Bob. People are starting to talk. Michael Putney. Well, I don't, I don't know. Put him on there if you want. He just pissed me off with that thing about um, Catherine Harris. We hate you now, Mike. We used to like you a lot. Now we despise you. You're an idiot. Sucking Catherine Harris's smelly old toes. Nasty. Camrell Marshall. Ha-ha. Are you getting these? Let me give you a clue on the next one. I'm spelling them all wrong. Let me give you a clue. Forget about spelling. Dave Game. I, I was going to say it. Bigger than life itself. Terry Merriman. I wonder if she's kin to Jim Merriman Jr. Or Tom Merriman. Uh, oh. Somebody says Tony Segreto. Now spell his name right. S-E-G-R-E-T-O. Okay? You got it? S-E-G-R-E-T-O. You got that? And you might want to put on there. He's an asshole. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He's one of Hank's friends. I forgot. He's still an asshole. Uh, speaking of that, sloppy Jennifer Velapi. I'll never forget that note, that real curt note she wrote thanking me for the things I said about her. When she used to do that show from Italy on the Travel Channel. She's, uh, oh, massive runaway ego. I'm totally spelling all these wrong. I don't care. Nobody cares. Uh, what else? Gail Bright. Oh, how Gail. Can we, how can we leave off our close friend Sorry, Gail Bright? Sorry, Gail. They're talking about eating ass! Eating ass! That was Gail Bright's claim. Spelling her name right. 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 Rad Berkey. I don't know who that is. Rad. Who is that? You don't remember Rod? No. He might be still on somewhere. Who was it? What was it? He was Rod. I don't know who that is. Rod Berkey. Todd Tungan. That's the big question of Channel 10, is who is Todd Tungan and does Don... No. Todd Tungan. Willard Shepard. Now, I get confused between... Schle oh, no, that's, that's Schlepp Smith that's on Fox uh, Fascist News now. He's an idiot. Boy, talk about a lightweight. He used to be. He used to have that ballet slippers on in the parking lot back there, at Channel Seven and IOD. Where did the, huh? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Shepard Smith. Oh, Shep. Shep is so good, Shep. Willard Shepard. He's on Channel Six, ain't he? Dark and I don't know. Man. Yeah, he is. Or the late Mark Ludner on Channel Seven. L U D N E R. Mark Ludner. I don't think there's any. Oh. In it. Well, let's see. There he is. Oh, here's and it's talking about least favorite. Tony Segreto is one of them, as well as Dan Coughlin. Coughlin. The asshole did sports for Channel 6 in the late 80s, who kept accentuating his reports by ringing a bell like he was an 18th century town crier. I remember he once called Michael Jordan an idiot for missing a slam dunk. He was gone soon after that. In conclusion, says Mark, boy, is a lengthy fact. God. Thank you, Mark. John Hamburg should be doing much better. That's right. John was great. And then he went back to Texas, to Houston, I think. How big were his boobs? 42. No, he was excellent. You didn't like John Hamburg? I liked him great. What are you talking about? He was, he was, I would say he's the best news anchor. Oh, Del Frank. That guy will get upset with me if we don't put Del Frank. Del, Del Frank. Shannon. Del Shannon Frank. Rest in peace. He's also dead. How come all the good people are the dead people and the rest of us are still alive? God. Say. Well, do something about it, George. Start with your mama. Oh, I hexed Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. Say your mama. <laughs> me mama. Ooh. To mama. No, she's more powerful than all of us. I see. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Just a fantastic... Uh, Oh, and he also Don Francisco. Did we put him on there? No, but we will. 
Because somebody says the one person you forgot we talked about, and it says the old pervert will zoom to the top of your uh, poll. Uh, those old Hispanics love him, says Thais. One of yours. What do you mean by that? Is it a Jew? Yes. Don Francisco, he means si. Jewish? Si. A Jewish spick? See, si. He's a Juban? He's a Chilean. Uh, now, what is this? Who is this? Who is this? Oh, this must be, is this a picture of, uh, what is that? Is that Skipper Chuck? I can't even tell who that is. Somebody fact Skipper picture. Chuck. Who is that? Captain Kangaroo? No. I don't know. I can't even tell who that is. It's definitely, it talks about Dave Game in this thing, but that's not Dave Game. That must be Skipper Chuck. Dave, he just turned 90. Look at that. Really? He's, he's rinsing out his teeth. That's a beautiful shot. He looks a little like Dave Duval, the weatherman on CFTO in Toronto, but he's not. He's great. I love Dave Duval. You ever you see him? No. No. Of course not. KS says, Ann, Ann Bishop is the only news anchor that ever did every newscast with a giant wad of gum in her mouth. She had a giant wad in her mouth when she did the news. You know where she's got it now? Rectum. That's what Dwight told me. One night they cut back to Ann too quickly after a commercial. She was looking down at her copy and furiously chewing a huge wad of gum. Suddenly she looks up, completely startled by the fact that she's on here, pushes the wad of gum into her right cheek, and starts her story. Ever, ever after that, I could always tell there was a wad of gum in her cheek. It really gave her voice that bulldike sound. <laughs> Maybe it was chewing tobacco. Maybe it was a chaw. Like she needed a lot of help. Anytime they see that we're lacking in the polls, they provide a headline that will lead you by the nose. Yes. Who said, they said, is the one to get. Now they have only one big dick. Don't worry about sit down, we got them, now we're all comfy and safe, we got them, we won't attack us no more, we got them, praise push like Jesus. Who say 9-11 is what they got you to do? Can't get any dumber than a one-party country. You believe what they say, like the fool, as they use the states to their corporate truth. How the election all we got them. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah! 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 Absolutely.